Rage Knight, have you a nanocam? Record Aya killing the Reaper. Let me kill him, my sovereign. Let me kill him for my family. It is my right. Ha! <laughs> You're right! Your family has lost me, Mars. You have no rights. He'd be a better prisoner. Let me talk to him. He's my student. You would have had him serve you once before, Octavia. Let him recant and do so again. It will show the greatness of your power. You can forgive even a little piss-eater like this. My sovereign, I'll gut him like a fish. Aya, hold. I want Fitchner to kill him. Kill your student. Or are you not loyal? Of course I'm loyal. I've already proven it. Then prove it again. Bring me his head. There has to be another way. He set your son against you. And you know I do not keep things near to me that I cannot trust. So kill him. Yes, my liege. Ah. Ah. Several lives. He survived the Iron Rain. Oh, enough of this prattle, I'll kill it myself! This is it, Garnus. Rise so high, in mud you lie. Bastard! Oh, idiots! Should, should I keep recording this? What a thing! Imagine this! This, this boy shaped in my house. Uh, you could not shape me. Bring me his head, Fitchner. We should film his execution for the HC. Propaganda, full hanging, a state death. Fitchner, enough. I want him gone, no more variables. Now, save the head for a pike. We'll film that. Keep the head, but you can cast the body to the soil in the Martian wave. Uh, Uncle Narrow. No, it, it's Finchner, boy. Oh, I'm, I'm glad it's you. Tell Mustang, Leo, I, I love them. You, you bloody damn fool! They had it under control. I didn't. What? It's me. It's always been me, Boyo. I'm Ares. Now that you bleed, 
you shall know no fear. No defeat, only our erratic ramblings. This is the Dungeons and Dweebs Podcast, Episode 10, Golden Sun Part 2. I'm your host, Bob. Most call me Bronzy, my students call me Proctor, some call me Rage Knight, and our sovereign calls me a traitor. But hi, I'm Finchner. This is my brother Narrow, and this is my other brother Narrow. Lazarus Rage Diver the Eighth. But I'm not alone. Across the table from me, if your heart beats like a drum and your legs a little wet, you're probably under the influence of this man's obsidian-sized kavorka. Oh, Luke! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Man, it's I. Oh, you always just leave me so flustered after all this. Um, it's hey, we're here. We're gonna finish out book two of the Red Rising trilogy by Pierce Brown. Yeah. But hey, let's not spend too much time on these over-the-top intros. Wink. <laughs> to my left. He's been known to get his milk from a four-breasted thing that lives by the lake. I don't know, it's Glob. <laughs> Twas the night after solstice when all through the colony, not a creature was stirring, not even an Orlani. The stockings were hung by the replicator with care in hopes that quite possibly Q would soon be there. Happy solstice, my lovelies. It's now astronomical yeah, winter, so <laughs> and your old Uncle Club has set up his Yule altar. Mercury has left retrograde. The days are finally getting longer, and the boys of winter continue their annual quest for that mythical Lord Stanley's Cup. And the hockey Cross the table for me. He's too young to remember when the Wonder Twins were part of the Super Friends. He's the elf who always wanted to be a dentist. Neil, how are you, my friend? All I can think of for some reason is the stupid Justified episode with the dentist. You remember that one? Oh, yeah. That was a great reindeer reference. Yeah, that was. That was pretty good, though. But that was a nice reference there. Yes. Yeah, hey, welcome back. Today I hope to somehow reassert my domination of being the better fan of Star Wars and Alien today and sneak in more references than Bob. What? Oh, man. Challenge The gauntlet accepted. is down. Oh, but... Man. Yeah, like I said, let's get into this here. Yeah, we are here for part two part of Golden Sun. Well, our part two episode, we're actually on part three of the book. Yeah, part um, three of the book. Conqueror. Previously on Golden Sun, um, <laughs> they're they were running away from Luna after... After the dinner party. The dinner, after the dinner party. The murder mystery party. Murder that mystery. wasn't really a mystery. <laughs> they know who did it. Yes. <laughs> but boy, there is going to be a lot to talk about in this second mm. part. So I feel like before we do... We should probably step over to the bar and grab ourselves a future. Oh, yes. good. I need to. I need to check the score, anyways. I got this one, you guys. Woo! Hey, we don't serve there. Do you have any blue milk? Oh, what am I supposed to find in it? Oh my goodness! It's bigger on the inside. I want to go to Taki Station and get some power converters. Okay, okay. It's not a detonator. It's just a jammy dodger. What will it be, boys? Tavern talk. <laughs> All right, well, our stockings are hung by the chimney with care. We're cozy by the fire. I'm just hoping somebody brings your balding host some nair. <laughs> Same. Same thing. <laughs> I don't understand. Well, nair would remove hair. Yeah. Um, oh. I was really confused by what you guys are going for. It rhymed. It rhymed. It rhymed. In the, don't, don't bring me nair. I don't. On the fly right now. But but I've already lost enough hair. But yeah. hey, here we are. Yuletide. Uh, what is on your nerd radar this Yuletide season? Well, it's December, uh, and you know what that means these days. New Star Wars movie. New Star Wars movie. Hey, exactly. we got to bring up. We, we had done a very quick uh, episode, and I don't know by quick. We thought it was going to be very quick. Yeah, it, but, it still uh, ended up being an hour and we have like a problem. 15. We have, we have an a problem. Uh, 
Um, and I apologize right up the front uh, for having kind of really bad quality audio yeah. on that one. USB Logitech microphone in the in Clob's cave. Yeah, yeah. So whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. The, the audio is not the greatest on there, but we wanted to um, kind of have a kind of a rough we, live feel. Yeah. yeah, we wanted we wanted to be more in the moment. We right. wanted to be able to go 15 minutes from the theater, record our thoughts right away as we were still ha as we still had them because we're all, a couple of us are old. Right. Um, and so and doing that rather than drive the hour back to the studio. Right, yeah. right. And a little you know behind the scenes stuff. It, it sounds all right when it's in Garage Band. Yeah. <laughs> and then once it gets dumped down a few times mm. and pushed up through Podbean, uh, it comes out the other end of that garbage chute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's trash <compactors>. oh. <laughs> Sounding even worse than it already did. So. Dang you, Podbean, and your reasonably priced unlimited download plan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, yeah, and we won't. We talked about that enough in that other episode. Um, no, no spoilers here. No no spoilers here. We're going to keep a spoiler-free um, mm -hmm. or thoughts again on on. I, I still loved it. Um, yeah. Another thing on my nerd radar, real quick, uh, it's not out yet. Uh, the second season of Travelers I saw is coming out pretty soon. Mm. That's something I talked about on like maybe one of our first Tavern Talks. Really? Um, mm. So I'm excited about that, but that's about it. Club, Neil, Bob? You know, really, it's just been Star Wars month. And my big, yeah. one of my, like we've talked about here too, we went to it last week. I'm super looking forward to bringing my 10 year old to it here in the coming, in the week coming up here, right. just so I can watch it through his eyes. Because that's one of the most fun things for Star Wars with me is to be, is it's something that, well, I could be a 10 year old and sit next to my 10 year old son right. and we can do that. Yeah, and I feel that... And the new toys are cool. There's a bunch of new toys that I'm uh, looking at right now. That, cool. that you're definitely going to buy. That I'm definitely going to buy <laughs> for your son. For your son. son. And this is... The, what I love <laughs> it is this is the time of year you can do that. <laughs> Being a toy collector, uh, there's always the shame all other times of the year. <laughs> you don't have that shame. And when, when don't. The, no, I don't. I don't. But, you know, the, like uh, you'll go through the checkout line and they'll be like, would you like a gift receipt for this? And you'll be like, uh, yes. You throw, throw it away right away. <laughs> gives you that, she gives you that look like, no, I'm pretty sure you're buying this for yeah. you. You're in your last week and you picked up three more of these. <laughs> Wearing a Marvel shirt, buying Marvel action figures. No, this is for my nephew, Jace. <laughs> His nephew's got a different name every time he comes through. He's got a lot of nephews. I'm, I'm a real good uncle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's. But no, yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, that this this is a, Star Wars is something that should be seen with kids. Because uh, I remember being in college uh, when the prequels came out, and kind of like a lot of fanboys not loving them, but watching them with my daughter. Mm -hmm. is a diff totally different experience. You know, I mean, she's laughing at everything that I hated. <laughs> you know, and, and it's... Uh, he stepped in poop. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, loving Jar Jar. Oh, and he's it, so funny. Yeah, it tends to soften you. It tends to soften you, and you kind of, you're like, okay, I, I, I can live with some of this stuff. I, I get it, you know. Um, one of the things I did notice, one of the things I will bring up here again, this is not Marvel cast, but... It can the, be. The Disney acquisition of Sony Properties... Ooh, it's going to be finally. a big oh. thing for the future Fox of the properties. MCs. I'm sorry, Fox Properties. You're right. Fox, sorry, did it, Fox did it, did it, I had to make a few changes there. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, it has to go through a review process still, but correct. it's basically official. But that's going to be a big thing for the future of the MCU coming up. Let's here. talk about it. What are, what are your feelings on this? Because I have a mixed feelings on this. 
uh, as a nerd, excited yes. as a um, citizen of the United States. Um, Concerned. A little bit, yeah. That, that's all <laughs> that's, I am uh, Man, that's uh, one heck of a superpower Disney has the, 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 mer- the There's no business laws in the United States anymore. Apparently. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, yeah the nerd in me uh, loves the fact that we can see some X-Men, uh, you know, involved in everything else. But yeah, I, very concerning mm-hmm. to me. Hugh Jackman will be back for just one more film. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because Disney will suck money from every orifice to throw at him to do that. Jeez. Uh, well, that's what his greatest how... showman bomb. He may want to go back to his, <laughs> his original. <laughs> to what works. To what right? works. Well, I'm just wondering how they're going to do some of the things that Fox is already in production right now. Like TV show Gifted, for example. It's actually pretty decent in my mind. Is it? I haven't watched I've any watched of it. I've watched almost all of them right now. And that's X-Men, I like right? it. I enjoy yes. it. It's an X-Men one, okay. but the X-Men are never really mentioned. Right. But what's going to happen to that? Is I don't know. It gonna, new Mutants, the new Mutants movie comes out. That's here still going to come out, yes. I, I, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I know when, I mean, when Disney uh, took over Lucasfilm, uh, there was still more Clone Wars cartoon that was supposed mm-hmm. to come out that instantly got axed. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it feels like they made a clean break, but I feel that might be different. And then Legion also is another one that was I on really FX. wanted to see that. That's just never another idea. Yeah. There it was very well reviewed and all that. Is that going to disappear? Because I kind of think it will. Uh, and just because that's what Disney did with Star Wars, and I think you can almost mm. parallel the two. That Star Wars was seen as maybe a languishing brand in some ways, right? You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, like mm-hmm. the Clone Wars yeah. was good, but at the same time, it's a, it's kind of a weird blocky kids mm-hmm. cartoon. You know, with weird adult themes. With weird, yeah. I mean, it was an up and down cartoon. Um, so I think Disney was like, "We're going to make a clean break," and I feel that's how almost Fox has been treating X Men and everything else. There, there's good stuff. Some of it maybe not as great. And I think Disney's just going to going to axe it all and start fresh. Well, and I'll bring up one more thing here too, just to jump over for. Um, some of our folks online have been upset that we bash DC constantly. I did see Justice League. Yeah. Oh, thoughts. Eh. Okay. Ah. I wasn't as disappointing as I thought it was going to be. Okay. That's kind of my review. There were very good parts. The dude who plays the dude who plays the Flash is really good. The, what I will argue is that he should be uh, Wally. He should oh, be, be he should be instead. Barry. His character oh. was closer to Wally as the Flash instead of Barry Allen as the Flash. Okay. His characterization. Um, I felt better about Bat, about Batfleck. Really? Batfleck actually came around for me a lot in this movie. Uh, Gal Gadot is awesome anytime. Right. She's, right. she's She, again, is the shining light in this movie. <laughs> um, and then Surfer Dude Aquaman. Surfer Bro. Surfer Bro. <laughs> Surfer Bro. <laughs> Surfer Dude, Bro Aquaman mm-hmm. worked like 75% of the time, and then well, it just felt like you were giving him shoehorn bro lines. The moment he threw a glass bottle into the ocean... That yeah, kind of concerned me a little bit. Yeah, isn't he supposed to be protecting the ocean? Yeah, yep. and yeah. Yeah, I chug my bottle of whiskey, throw it in. Oh wait, I'm not. He'll, he'll have to do that. Clean it up later. And there are like there are a good there are a couple good few hammy lines. Mm-hmm. However, again, it feel the 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 issue I had was with the villain, mm-hmm. and Steppenwolf never really felt never really felt real. It was a little for some reason Marvel's doing very very well mm-hmm. at their combination of CGI and live action in on screen and in right. the in the picture itself. Yeah. For whatever reason it is right now, I feel DC has this you can tell. Yeah. You can just I mean it's just very a it, lot of it, pe- it's very yeah, he's fighting a CGI movie. Yeah, a lot of people have been pointing that out I've heard uh, about that movie. So yeah, it it, it almost feels like stuff wasn't finished mm-hmm. or something. I don't know if the studio got nervous uh, well, and kind of pulled some plugs. And will I watch it again? Probably. Really? 
Really? I'm I gonna would, have to I, check this out. I would pro- I would I would probably I would probably sit down and watch it again. Is it right. gonna be something like Guardians or Thor or any of these that I watch five hundred times? Right. No. But I would watch it again. Right. Well that's interesting because usually a lot of these kind of movies, if they're not big on my radar, I wait till they come out on you know Blu-ray or something like that. And like I said, the individual performances by the actors yeah. were were good. And that actually that, that, that brings up uh, it was something I, I did want to talk about, totally forgot. Thank you. Um that Justice League's, uh, this is from IGN, I, I read this probably a couple weeks ago, uh, Justice League's poor box office performance has led them to totally restructure who's running their movies, yeah. which I'm really excited about because that is what I said was, you know, I'm not going to go see these movies because they're just churning out garbage yeah, right. in, my, well, in my eyes. But right. um, So that's it's exciting for me. I will go see another one now that I know that. Right, it's going to yeah. go in a different direction. That they're going to actually like you know maybe take their time and actually finish the CGI. Yeah, which they need to Come do. On. I mean, I don't. I, again, and, and by all means, take all this money, DC and um, and Universal. Take all this money that you've been pump that you've been pumping into trying to do the dark universe stuff. Scrap all the dark universe stuff with yeah. the, the whole thing where they're trying to bring Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde and the Mummy and Frankenstein. Scrap all of that stuff that you're trying to do. <laughs> what? Because they the did mummy, scrap that already. Because the Mummy is crap. Good. Okay, because of how the bad the water. Mummy was, they scrapped it already. Yeah, Tom Cruise's Mummy yeah. that came out yeah, last that year. That was supposed to feed in. That was supposed to feed into the DC dark universe. Really? No, 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 no. That was two separate universes. No, it, but but it's still it's still a DC brand. So now the, the, that mummy movie was DC. No, it's it's still a D, it's it's the dark universe. It's still it's it's DC did a, has done a bunch of comics uh, that deal with taking the old classic stories, the mummy, right. um, Doctor oh. Jekyll, Mister Hyde, and stuff like that. I they thought do. it was just a weird reboot of that. You know, that movie you know I, I agree, and you know what? What I would say no. again, I can't believe sometimes that people are sitting in in uh, towers with. Making these decisions. The ivory tower. The ivory tower is looking at this because I'm going, okay, the mummy, that movie, the reason I never, like, I saw those trailers for that. I'm like, this looks awful. It didn't look like a mummy movie. I mean, how can you make a movie about mummies? It didn't feel Egyptian. Like, just from the trailers. You know, I'm like, this is Well, they were in London. You know, a mummy movie? What? It, It just, it looked just awful. Um, it didn't have any kind of the feel or the flair or anything. So. Now, the other part here where Klob is talking about this Just League Dark, oh. that involves Swamp Thing, You're John right. Constantine, You're and all right. these other I'm ones. Sorry. Whereas the Universal, who is separate from Warner Bros., oh, they're their, just redoing the Universal They're redoing monsters. their monster movie. That was okay. going to be their Dark you're, Universe. Then there was Justice League you're Dark. You're sorry, because I got confused between the Universal Studio yeah. Yes. And dark universe. Yeah. And, then, and that, it's are these shared universe? Can we universe cut that? I? Universes? <laughs> no. <laughs> universes. Universes. All these shared universes. Once one thing happened, now that's the trend towards everything. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon it'll be away from all that. I hope personally. Yeah. I like it. Or, or but Christopher Nolan. Back once again. it ends, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Well, I tell you what, we still have a ways to go through this book. Yeah, but yeah. I've got one other thing I want to say. Oh. That is, uh, and uh, a little bit of feedback as well. Um, oh, that's right, uh, Bob. You've been uh, hitting the Facebook pretty hard. F- hitting the Facebooks are before before we get to that. There's two things that I want to throw out there because for our for our Red Rising kind of listeners, yes. Uh, now, first of all, watch the movie uh, Elysium mm. um, with Matt Damon movie. Uh, kind of a little ways in the future. All the rich live on this giant wheel in space. And uh, the rest of the world is foundering. But as I'm watching this, there's a point where the main character, Matt Damon, 
literally to me got carved. Like I'm watching this and I'm like, this feels in some ways like Red Rising, where you have. When did that of, come out? Kind of this worker. Ah, two years ago. Longer. I don't remember this at all. Uh, and I'll tell you why you don't remember it is because I think it was pretty decent uh, mm. all the way up to when he finally makes it to that wheel in the sky. Boy, does it fall apart there. <laughs> the wheel <laughs> in the sky does not keep turning. 20, th- Man. Tw- 2013. 2013. Oh, wow. Four okay, years ago. so it was a while ago. Almost five. Um, but yeah, it, it, it derails. But just, I wouldn't recommend the movie. Uh, uh, you know, visually, it looks really good, uh, at least the first half. It's a rental. Yeah. It's the guy, by the guy who did District 9, I think. It has really? a very, well, it has a very District it 9 It has a very District 9 thing. feel. Okay. But yeah, boy, it really falls apart when, I, for me anyway, when it gets to the station, none of the plot works. But, um, but yeah, and then the second thing, Star Wars, back to Star Wars, mm-hmm. throwing it out there for Red Rising fans, those Praetorian guards. Oh yeah, for sure. Are using razors. A couple of them have razors. The guy has a whip, like a whip razor mm-hmm. kind of thing. And it was kind of funny because uh, Pierce Brown, I think, kind of tweeted out yeah. a thing about how he thought um, Last Jedi was worse than Revenge of the Sith. Re- Revenge of the Sith, and I kind of maybe poked him a little bit by mm. saying, like, uh, you're just mad because they're using razors. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't, we're getting some feedback, though. We posted some Christmas stuff uh, on Facebook, and people are responding really well, especially in the Dragon. It was for Dragonlance mm-hmm. uh, fans, our old Dragonlance fans. Um, and so I just wanted to give a shout-out to Phil. Uh, Phil, he's with us with Red Rising. He says, thanks again for the pod, guys. If it wasn't for your podcast, I would never have known about Red Rising. So, uh, Oh, cool. Yeah. Actually, I, I, I didn't see that comment. That, that makes me feel kind of yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was pretty good. I, I did ask him. I, I thought, you know, hey, what, what, what do you think about him? Um, but he, he, hasn't, he hasn't said. Um, but he also wished us all a Merry Christmas, you know? So that I thought that was kind of nice. Hey, yeah, Merry Christmas, too. Merry yeah, so Merry yeah, Christmas. That was the uh, Frost, frost Colt. <laughs> the Frost Colt, yeah. Yes, Merry oh, yeah, I doctored cult. up all kinds of weird yeah. uh, weird old posters. I thought they were pretty funny. Yeah. Magical Buffoon's Frost Colt vacation. And <laughs> so. Cool. We, yeah. And by all means, all our listeners out there, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, whichever you prefer. Festivus. Festivus, Festivus. for the rest of us. Um, winter solstice. Winter solstice. If you're out dance, if you're out dancing, waiting for the days to become longer. Um, <laughs> I am. By all means, thanks. And again, thanks for coming with us on this ride. Yeah. Um, are, are are we done now? Can we get into the book? Please. We can get into the book. Please get into the book. Let's get into the book. Okay. All right, Young Blood. This is your buy. You said you had it already. I bought the ones coming. I bought the ones coming to the fire. Uh, three. Times six times. Three out of six. Hate being a math teacher. <laughs> you know Tashi Station? I'm a leaf on the wind. I'm a freaking fight for that. I'm a leaf. Waiting around for that Skywalker kid to come pick up the power computers. We got downloads in 20 systems. I pull up a chair, friend. Eighty-four. Well, here we here we go. Um, the last half of Golden Sun, Book Two, the Red Rising trilogy. Woo. Let's dive into this. Um, so we are in we are in Book Three now. No, 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 no. This is not Dragonlance. <laughs> we are in Book Two, Part Three. Part book, Three. Part Three of Book Two. Parts. <laughs> part Three of Book Two. Or Chapter Twenty Five. Or <laughs> Chapter Twenty Five. Praetors. So much nice. The Praetors. Yeah. So we have oh. a little bit of a time jump. Here, uh, when we break between part two and part three, it, it skips forward a, a month or so. One month. Yep. Yeah, one month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So, and there's been a lot of fighting that's been going on, and mm-hmm. there's kind of, you know, the usual discussions about uh, should we should we flee, should we stand up to House Bellina and the Sovereign and all of this, and basically we kind of end, I'm jumping to the end and we'll mm-hmm. go back yep. and see mm-hmm. whatever we think, um, but they decide that they're going to head out to Ganymede um, mm-hmm. because they there's a shipyard there and Darrow needs those ships yes. to continue this fight. Let's and I'll see. point, I want to point something out here too, that maybe, maybe Pierce, maybe you need to talk to Disney. <laughs> Maybe Pierce Brown, you need to talk to Disney because rereading my notes here, here's another part of Last Jedi that felt v- why I was wondering why it felt very familiar. Star Wars is you have is you, is you have the ships that are running away from the chasing ships of the Empire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bit. All right, right, right. Need to get to some, but they're not being tracked through hyperspace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have to go to Ganymede. Yes. Um, because there's a ship that's even better than the past. Right, right. The Moonbreaker. Moonbreaker. Yes. Um, yeah, and it's just kind of, yeah, it's been a month. Uh, it's kind of really, it seems like they're losing this, uh, the beginnings of the Civil War. Right. Um, Darrow's side of things, Mars's side of things. Um, Which I, I kind of like the way Pierce Brown does this. He will build things to this climax and then kind of show the reality afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, where kind of where maybe other books or movies would, you know, it's just a continuous straight line to conquering or taking everything over. Yeah, well, no, everything kind of worked out for you. And now there's this weird part where, no, you actually have to fight for what you've you're trying to establish mm-hmm. here. And it's not working out too well. No. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and if we go to the shipyard here, if we go to the shipyard, we have the opportunity to take more than just this dreadnought ship. Right. There's more um, ships. Yeah. Yeah, you'd, you have, yeah. Uh, yeah, you'd have a fleet. Yeah. There's two characters in this one who I really like. Mm-hmm. Some characterization moments here. Yeah. Uh, Kovacs, I think we just yeah, determined was our pronunciation. <laughs> he reminds me so much of from, uh, I can't think of the call, Alien. Reminds me of Ajax in the way that they oh, did yes. the movie Troy. Mm. He's all about, you know, nope, I don't care about the plan. I'm just going to go hit something. Mm-hmm. And it does, and that it does seem the way like with his... The way that they set him up. And yeah, and that does seem like to be where... Um, Pierce Brown gets his stuff from. Exactly. From this. In, in fact, I think he so that's, said... That's, actually, that's a very yeah, good catch. And, yeah, I'm and sure that's where he with got With his it. nice little fox, too. Yes. I like, I his, like those his fox. Yeah. yeah. And the other one who I... Re- the characterization for her this time is Mustang. And what I think of is all these shows, and I'm going back right now to Game of Thrones Season 2 with Renly Baratheon showing up with a peach. <laughs> if you want a character to appear cocky and that they have a plan... Mm-hmm. Give them fruit yeah. oh, to go and start yeah. eating. It's, and she's coming there with the mm-hmm. apple. Snap. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. feed up. And that entire scene, I heard the guys from Cinema Sins on yep. YouTube. Going, <laughs> and the director decided to make this character look like even more of an a-hole. So you're eating it. And I just but, see Mel Gibson from Lethal Weapons sitting there constantly yeah. eating an onion. Didn't he always eat an onion yeah. like it was an apple? There's dog biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> and dog biscuits, yeah, yeah. But with well, that... You're right, you nailed but it. It's yeah. so, something in your mouth. But the thing is, it's showing it's a different characterization for her compared to what she's been so what is up and he's leaning towards the next part of her and Darrow's plan that they mm-hmm. have come up with together but they don't really talk about it until the next couple chapters well, yeah. and I don't know if it's so much different Neil as back to more of who she was in Red Rides rather than being the politico that she's mm-hmm. been in this yeah, right. we're going back to that okay she's been playing a part and now it's really even more infor- reinforcing the fact that she's been playing a part right. to be, you know, the girl on Cassius's arm, mm-hmm. the political woman, and now she's just back to being snotty. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I wonder if this is back. a different part. But it's intelligent snotty. 
Right. It's, 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 she's not the spoiled mm. rich girl. It's oh. just it's it, it's intelligence snotty. Right. And a lot of these uh, chapters 26, 27, they all kind of fuzz together. They do. Uh, I, well, you know, uh, chapter 26, Puppet Master. Um, Daryl gets called out by the Arch Governor about how he spoke to the lower colors. Yeah. Uh, and I think this is cool. Like there there are um, consequences for his actions. Like it's not just. Yeah, you made that grand speech and you won the battle, but what the heck were you saying to the? You don't do that. You're a gold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Crap. <laughs> yeah, almost for revealing his hand. Yeah, you mm. won and it's good, but we don't get the we don't give the slaves feelings. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So are we just? Well, just um, kind of, we have Pliny here being Pliny. Just <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> kind of the Pliny Weasley guy in the background. Who no, no, we need to run. We need to run away. We word need to go to the. Tongue. We we, we need to go to the outer rim because we're, otherwise we're all going to die. We need to go to the outer rim so that we can get off this <laughs> ship and run away. <laughs> are you going for most Star Wars references this episode right now? We threw oh. the gauntlet down between yeah, the two yeah, of yeah, us, true. and now you're going to come in and steal it here. <laughs> God, this is the Arch Governor. Is telling Darrow that he wants him to go get Lorne. Mm-hmm. Um, Lorne Akros, which. Lorne Akros, yes, the right. former Rage Knight. Right, because he's the former Rage out. Knight, the guy who trained mm-hmm. Darrow, right. and basically the the Master Jedi. And <laughs> the Master <laughs> Jedi. The Master Jedi. He's of Game of Thrones, if you will. He's the trainer. <laughs> this is Krabby Luke from Last Jedi who doesn't <laughs> no. want to. Crabby old guy hiding on a water planet on an island. Milk and mm-hmm. wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah on a water milkers. planet. Yeah. No, no, no wonder Pierce Brown is ticked. You know, to see this movie, he's like, this is Golden Sun. And it's Sons book two of a trilogy. I'd be mad. Yeah, this final battle should have just taken place on a salt planet. We'd have been okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, anything, battle storming a certain place. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anything else in 26? I feel like no, that, that's... Uh, really, I don't think they, so. We're just, 26, yeah. 27, 25, they're all really yeah. warm. Yeah, actually, like my, my, notes for 20, my notes for 27, Jelly Beans... Um, well, that's not, not my notes. That's the name of the chapter. Um, it's, a, <laughs> it's a short chapter. Uh, uh, I actually have in here... Oh. This chapter is short and uh, unnecessary. And this Which is one? the... Uh, chapter 27, uh, Jelly Beans. And... and this is where I'm going to throw it out, and I'm going to keep referencing back to this, that this book is about 100 pages longer than Red Rising, mm-hmm. and I feel those 100 pages. Yeah. Yes, for yes. sure. Uh, I, that I feel like almost this this third part here, he almost like one of those runner's parachutes to train you. Like I, I feel like I have a runner's parachute on, and I'm just like, oh, things are really starting to drag. With characterizations that I think... There's some good meat in here. Like I, I'm reading it, and there's some cool character mm-hmm. moments that happen. But overall, it, it feels like it's slogging a little bit. It was a little too long when we get to Lauren's house. Yeah, later. yeah, I agree. Yeah. Was, okay, I understand. He wants to stay out of the conflict. And this is okay. Uh, I understand. He wants <laughs> to stay out of the conflict. Okay, I get it. Lauren really doesn't want to get Stop involved. Stop beating yeah. me over the head yeah. with it. He well, just wants I feel to sit here as an old man with play with his grandkids. There's a lot of talking on ships too that goes on. There's just a lot of we're on. And that's why they all went into one chapter. That's why I, I'm having trouble even now going back and talking about what happened in each thing because I have the, notes, but it's all blending into one montage of heads on ships talking. The only thing from 27 that I think could be taken out and it could be thrown into another chapter. Right. Yeah. Is that he talks to Roke for the first time. Yeah. In oh, yeah. what seems like a long time, and he finally... Right. Which is a big deal. Yeah, because yeah, he's so he's almost his only friend left. I mean, there's Severo, who's somewhere. I really yeah. don't know where Severo is right now. Is yeah. he actually... He's still on the ship, right? 
I think he's just yeah. yeah he's I think, he's I with him. So. I he's need just, a map of where every character is <laughs> located right now. And then Mustang. That's about it. Mm-hmm. And right. he's really distanced himself from Roke entirely. Right. And now they finally talk and make some apologies. Mm-hmm. Which right. and this is not really this doing, is but a good idea. This is uh, his uh, first round of apologies to Roke. First round. Si- yeah, since we true. haven't had haven't had a complaint department, this will just be be my place to air kind of all of mine. Yeah. Uh, the, the other one that I do have is that Pierce Brown has a weird tendency to like sometimes, and I don't know if it's him, editor, who of all of a sudden there'll be like a chapter and then a weird like two or three page chapter hmm. lit. That is <laughs> chapter light. Uh, yeah, that, that, that is that is like almost continuing what happened in the chapter. And I'm kind of like, well, why was there a chapter break there? Well, you know, we're con- and it'll continue into the next book too. And, yeah, and it's you know, I I do aside from when he talks to Lauren, I'll I'll complain about that when we get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I it, it feels almost necessary, like not not necessary, but it's yeah. it's good that he does it because then it's like all these characters aren't just there. The pace there. quickens. It yeah. does in some ways make me feel like the pace is quicker mm-hmm. because it tends to happen after somebody says something that could be seen as a mm-hmm. cliffhanger. Yeah. You know, and then it'll come into like it. He does yeah. love to end on everything as a cliffhanger. Yeah, Netflix, which I like. yeah. Netflix cliffhangers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and we get yeah. from this conversation with Roke too. We get, we definitely get the feeling that Roke is pissed at him. Yes. Well, yes. you Roke. try getting a needle stuck in your neck and I see did. how happy you are. <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you really, really committed to that scene. <laughs> right, right. But not only is not only is Roke Roke is upset with him, mm-hmm. but I think even Roke says in here too that. It, yeah, I'm upset with you. You're still my friend. We have to rebuild some things, but not now. And I'm yeah. forgetting, does he give, does Daryl ever give an explanation as to why he did what he did? Uh, he lied to him and said, kind of went with Roke's idea of, well, it was to save me, and he keeps it that way. Because but to he, me, he I He does he, say that to him. He so never yeah, corrects him. No, he never corrects him. Yeah, yeah, he never corrects Roke when Roke mm-hmm. says, well, I know you did this to save me, but I would have liked to be by your side. Lying by him. Because, yeah, because yeah. I kind of feel like Darrow could easily kind of wash over this moment of, Roke, mm-hmm. I know you're mad at me, but, you know, I knew all that was going to happen at that, like, because he ended up picking the fight at mm-hmm. the party. He just said, I knew I was going in there guns blazing, and I didn't want you a part of it. Like, mm-hmm. I was your friend, mm-hmm. and I wanted to save you from all that. Yeah. But, but yeah and I don't know why that conversation never happens, because I feel like Rogue kind of goes around with this dislike or, you know, this hurt at Daryl. Well, Daryl could kind of lie and smooth over. But I don't think that lie would fix it. No. Uh, yeah, true. You know, it, there, there's like still, there still is that, if, Bob, if you're, go, if you're going to war. Yeah. If you're going to if you're going to a fight and you're not taking me by your and you're not yeah, taking right, me right. by your side, right? I'm insulted. That's true. I'm yeah, insulted yeah. and I'm true. hurt. Yeah, but maybe he you could play it off as I thought I was going, but it was for me and I thought I was going to die. It's, like I'm going to this fight to die, and I didn't want still, you to you're die. Still, you're supposed to be my best friend. I know, I know. <laughs> it comes back to the golds. I know. Have a lot of trust and pride issues though when you yes. look at it because mm-hmm. Roke even talked about. Yep, don't worry, I've got it all set up. I'm borrowing money from here, I'm borrowing money from here, I'm borrowing all this, I'm putting myself in debt. I will save you. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, true. <laughs> Thanks, <Yeah. Matt. laughs> Thanks for trying to have a good night. Yeah, that is a betrayal <laughs> of what he's what, been working on for mm, months. So in his mind, his pride is hurt. Right. So it's going to take a lot more to build up, and rightfully yes. yeah, yeah. And it's going to take more to build up, but I don't think Darrow realizes how prideful Golds are, despite how long he's been with them. Mm. Right. Well, I don't think he realizes either how, you know, intelligent Roke is. Roke knows that there's something extra going on now. Oh, yeah. He doesn't know what it is. He still wants to trust his friend Mm. after all of this, but 
I always get the feeling here, too, right away after this is going on, that Roke is questioning, Daryl's done all this weird stuff. Yeah, yeah. Why has he done all this weird stuff? Right. Yeah, there's seeds of doubt, I think, being sown into Roke's mind. Ooh, very good to the phrase. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, okay, are we ready to jump? Yeah, let's uh, move on to... But uh, 27 being a really worthless chapter based by Bob, we kind of talked about that one. It's kind of impressive. I apologize, Pierce, for calling jelly beans a bunch of sugary fluff. Well, it's, it, just, and, it has, it has and a and very good nugget at the end. Yeah, it's a very good nugget. It's got a good yeah. nugget right. in the center. But okay. like eating this this brings up something else that I haven't I, I haven't uh, got a, a good answer to. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to say we hyper use the hyperdrives to get to uh, Ganymede. What kind of time frame do we have for traveling through space mm-hmm. here? We've never been established with like. Uh, how long does this take to get to different... Are we going light speed? Are we doing warp? What are we doing here? For a guy who loves Ludicrous Star speed. Wars... Ludicrous speed. He's gone to plaid. My <laughs> <laughs> God. I, you'd think there'd be a reference to time scales here or what kind of drives they have. I mean, I don't want to get all Star Trek nerdy here mm. where we need to know everything about the warp coil, but just a little drop line about... What kind of time frames are we talking about yeah, just between these planets? Have, uh, what's uh, his, his blue captain's name? Uh, Orion. Yeah, Orion. Just, just have her say something about, like, well, it takes this long to get to Jupiter. Or yeah. so, so, so go back into stasis yeah. or whatever you do into your jelly yeah. cushions. And, and <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just going to assume that because society has never left the solar system that they don't have right. warp drives or light speed because otherwise we'd be in different galaxies. Yeah, stuff, exactly. You know? exactly. And um, as long as it took, you know, it was such a big deal for several to be on Pluto that it had to take so many days or weeks or months or whatever to get him back yeah, when Mustang right. was doing the planning. That, yeah, yeah, that's just, yeah, sports. So, yeah, up. so that's a very good point that, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we do, we're, we're just going on propulsion drive. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Get a, do a couple laps around a planet, use it to slingshot, and that gets just kind of old school like what we got now. <laughs> well, let's take 28 and 29 as a giant montage yeah. here uh, and what our feelings are about this. Because I, I really, you, I, we're talking, yeah. Lauren Akros, what do you guys think about this? I love Lorna's character. I, like I, I, I do. I, like do. I don't like chapter 28, though. I just wrote down, woof, that's a lot of talking for nothing to happen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But yeah, that's what you said. Like, just being beaten over the head with, okay, Lauren doesn't want to help you, Lauren doesn't want to help you, Lauren doesn't want to help you. I know! Right. There are some things here, again... Luke's like, not leaving the island. What? <laughs> like you said, that are that is a lot of talking, and also sometimes some things that are really jarring. Like, you find out that he has, like, pet griffins, and yeah. all this kind of all this kind of stuff, which are... are it's really cool, but... Uh, and yeah, really really cool descriptions of his house. Yeah, right, right. There's a great, there's a great description in there of them looking out uh, off the balcony with the open French doors from his office or whatever it is. Right. It's, be- it's, be- it's worded yeah. beautifully. Right. But by that point, I'm just like, oh, yeah. are we leaving from here? Yeah, yeah man. Something- I, I caught myself wondering when I was, I was like, I did too. like, oh, wait, what? It was, it was <laughs> a bit of a speed It was, a, it was yeah. a bit of a push. I, 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 I mean, okay, and, fine. And Lauren, I skipped a couple paragraphs. Maybe. And that's not saying that I don't, I don't feel like we're some sort of action junkies mm-hmm. that are like, hey, somebody needs to be getting no. shot in the face with a pulse fist every every chapter. But it, no, and there wasn't stakes enough here that I cared uh, or, or something. There was something about it that wasn't it was, working. Yeah, for our first meeting of Lorne here, it, it, I mean, he's that archetype. He mm-hmm. is the old, he's the old warrior who's now retired. There's grandkids running around. Right. We find out that um, Daryl spent... Darryl at one point, and then yeah. Daryl turned to the dark. Sorry. Wrong universe. Wrong universe. Or did he try to kill Daryl Daryl know, knows the Sorry. grandkids. Yep. Yeah. Um, which yep. brings up... Uh, Neil's issue from earlier of 
how long was Daryl? How long has Daryl actually been able to spend here? Yeah, exactly. And this is on. Is this on Earth, Lunar Ganymede? Where is this at? Ganymede uh, would be around Jupiter. No, no, no. Where is Lauren's place? Lauren's planet is a moon of Jupiter. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a moon of Jupiter. Yeah, it says. So shoot. it's very, very Europa. close. Europa. Europa. So oh, it's on. They're on yeah, Europa. So right, it's right, right. very, very close to where there's this whole shipyard. Yeah. And yet, no one knew that Daryl was there. Well, well, it's a, I, well, you see, what he did was, is while they were running away, he just floated away with the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but I, wow. uh, I uh, followed him in her slave ship. Yes. <laughs> it's got a number. What is it? Slave. Slave, slave one. one. Slave one. Slave it was one. just it was just him and some. But it was just him and the Asian mechanic, and they got in, and yeah. they just especially seeing as how at one point he was back on Luna with Mustang for a while, and then he went to the academy. But then yeah, he was still over there Darrow's, training. Darrow's but timeline. It, yeah, but again, I feel that a lot goes to how fast can they travel in this universe? Yeah. So how can they? You know what's going on with that? I, I, it it comes. It comes up later. Um, about like he's talking with Mustang about how he never really like hung out with them when they were on their downtime because he was always right. training with Lorne. Right. So I took that as Lorne came to him. Right. And was like kind of well, hiding out and they would And I, I, I actually, Neil, to, oh, to answer, to kind of go to yeah. your qu- question, um, I feel like society is huge and it's spread out amongst huge. the... Huge. <laughs> and it's spread out amongst the entire solar system. <laughs> and I feel the golds, although they're all about pride issues and don't really trust people, I don't feel that they... They're all that suspicious either. It doesn't feel like there's, like you said, Cloud, in the last one, how did he get a bomb into this, you know, into this dinner party Gala. without, without you know. Mm. It feels like some of that is lax. And I can see, okay, so he went to this far We're on top. We've always Europa. been on top. Yeah. We're always going to be compla- on top. We're complacent in our position, and so they're letting things through the cracks. Yeah, so one gold goes to train on... On Ice Planet Europa, need to, I guess it's now Ocean Planet. Terraformed. But terraformed, but... No. Salt Planet. I do need he, to he fix something be under there right now. Hmm. Because going back here, it was not him being on Europa because at that time, Lauren was still the Rage Knight. So he oh, still so was he, with the society. Maybe he came to him. So, oh, I, yeah, because okay. he just retired not that long ago That's because right, then... Right. Uh, but how old are these in. grandkids? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because, um, what's his They're name? They're younglings. Um, uh, Lysander. Because Lys- <laughs> Lysander's, what, 8, 10? 10. Ten. Yeah, I think, 10. Yeah. There's yeah. the other grandkids that are here. Uh, Darrow knows his way around the house. He knows his way around, you know, mm-hmm. he, he, he knows the grandkids that have been living on this pla- uh, living on this moon. On that side, Lysander, who is the grandson to Octavia, is also the grandson to Lorne. Yes. The unknown this, grants and Lord's never met him. And this is right. never met him, but now there's the whole, oh wait, they're family connected too. Yeah. Which makes me mm-hmm. wonder, why is she not watching him more, even more so now? Maybe that's what creates trust in him. More kind of that whole, like, be. giving giving your daughter away, like, in the yeah. olden times. Right. Yeah. So. Right. Uh, it, it's, it, that's something I'm willing to give the book, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, but um, and, but I hear where you're coming from. Yeah. Okay. So and we go we, out here, we're looking at the griffin. Which I, I have written down in my notes. It's all cool. I like the environment and the Griffin. Bob <laughs> and I are trying to pass over here. moving on from this. I have, have my kept... family's very Italian, and I feel like they're <laughs> sitting at but, dinner right now. Uh, we get to where they're talking about this Griffin, and they notice that there's a, or Lauren shows that there's a saddle on the Griffin. Yeah, and he pretty much tells them to get on it and ride away. Get out of here. Uh, they're already here earlier. The Empire arrived before you. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Sorry. And look, and again, a second movie, yeah. second book. So, <laughs> so now he's borrowing from Empire. To get I have to my own and they're interest. Borrowing from, 
think about. <laughs> now, I have, right, just now I have the picture of the one servant like running down the hallway with the ice cream maker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but There's yeah, an action figure uh, of that. We find out that the society's already here. Yes. And they're currently holding a lot of Lauren's family hostage. And mm-hmm. and Aya is yes. there. Oh, former students again. Yeah. yeah <laughs> who, who we find out, yeah. I Aya. Kylo's here to get Ray. I mean Aja. Aya was a student of Lauren's as well, but she was the student who left before the training was complete. Right, and I'm waiting for this fight, because this is again, this is like the samurai training. Student on student, it has to happen. I hope you're patient. Because it's not happening. Not in this book. Not in this book. I'm halfway through the other one. It still ain't happening. So yeah, but yeah, it turns out Daryl had a plan the entire time. Darrow does what Darrow does. He had a plan the entire time. Yeah. Um, his howlers are waiting in the water. Um, Roke's up top in the ship ready to blast everybody away. Yeah. Um, I like all this. Because, again, we have the howlers. We have several of the howlers in some oh, yeah. weird hiding place. Yeah. yeah. Again. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Again. Always. Yeah. Se- several quit hiding in weird Which stuff. I like. It's, the, it's a nice callback to Red Rising. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, yeah, um, and this is uh, where he really, it's revealed that he knows that Pliny is working for the Sovereign. Mm-hmm. Um, Pliny's being Pliny. Yeah. Right. And, oh, man, this, um, when he runs into Aya and, like, they have this little, like, showdown, when he... The description of the mines and, like, the order they go off and the reason they go off in this order was so cool. It's, like, mm-hmm. flashbang to, like, stun them, concussive to launch them into the air, and then yeah. was, the th- was the third one to suck them back down and, like, hurt them? Something like that. Yeah, man, that was, that was, was really Oh, because, cool. yeah, they, they, and they talked about it, too, the gravity here is super weak. Yeah. So it's, like, yeah. when it does blast them, they're, like, they're flying up, and then it's, like, a reverse gravity thing that sucks them down. It's just <laughs> it so cool. Slams their bodies. So cool. It is yeah. really cool, yeah. Well, and we have this, you know, and Tactus is here as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, he returns. Yes, yeah. Tactus returns. Tactus. He and I are here. Tactus. He sets off these landmines. Mm-hmm. Aya disappears. Tactus mm-hmm. disappears. We figure out that Tactus has gone to mm-hmm. kill the children. Yeah, right, right. Okay, like, Tactus is mean, but, like, man, that's... Yeah. Dark. I yeah. was yeah. following otters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Oh, right. but yeah, but we get, and we get this really cool scene here between. And stop me if I'm jumping too far. No. Guys, but we get this kind of nice scene here between Tactus and Daryl, where Daryl corners Tactus, and Tactus actually, you know, begs for dude, dude, I'm sorry. I yeah. should have never done that. I should have never left you. Yeah. I got scared. I got scared, and I was looking out for me, and I'm sorry. Right. Daryl hugs him. You can come back. You can come back to the good side. Let's uh, him go, and Lauren stabs him. Nobody yeah. threatens my freaking grandkids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah, which which I like that it it yeah. didn't carry a lot of weight for me, but I liked I liked this moment. Later and also, on, it carries more weight for me. Yes, yeah. with a certain wonderful. Well, you can, talk, you can talk, talk about. Well, it. I don't remember when it happens now because I'm yeah. really confused about the time. Well, and I think <laughs> and I, and I, and I, there was a statement in here too, where. Darrow is trying to, you know, this war, t- trying to tell Lauren this war is going to come to you whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. You might as well choose your side now and g- become involved. And part of the reason that we find out right after, part of the reason Lauren stabs Tactus and, and blatantly murders Tactus was to punish Darrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, you brought me back into this. Yeah. You brought me back into but this. He also- Therefore, you don't, you don't, you don't get that. You don't get to hug him and bring him back in. I'm going to kill him because you brought me back into this. Yeah. Now we have work to do. Let's yeah. go. And, but, yeah. and he also... Which was, just was the coldness of the gold yeah. mentality, too. But he he's, also waits until his grandkids are gone. Well, yes. yes. Which is like... He's polite. He is a freaking monster. But he's a... Uh, 
He's not going to raise his kids wrong. Speaks a lot. You'll get, you don't get to find is. out that Pappy's a monster until you're older. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> true. It's true. Yeah. Grandpa, can I look at can I look at this photo album? Not that one. <laughs> All right, everybody's so killed in there or something. I don't know. We're jumping down to chapter thirty, a gathering storm again. A really weird. Just some talking on chapter. a ship. It's just a little a interlude. Uh, Reg- I a chapterlet. I, 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 yeah. Ragnar's BA. That's all I got written down oh, here. Yeah. For this. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Oh, but uh, Darrow kind of slips to Orion. And does he say bloody damn? Yes. Mm. Yeah. So he's kind of. Yep. Those walls are. I think putting he's, a lot of trust. I don't know if we're supposed to interpret that he's getting kind of comfortable or complacent. I, I uh, think that was cracks that are Darrow is very. Um, he always has his stuff together. Yes. But, you know, just every once in a while, I think, I think that was human planned. flaws. I that think that was planned. Oh, really? He's so, um... Meticulous? With his meticulous. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the word I was looking for. <laughs> he's so meticulous. Everything he does, to, uh, 98% of what he does right. is meticulous, is planned. And I think that was like, he's like, okay, I trust Orion. Right. Let it slip. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Which, that's which is that going to have to start happening because you're still kind of mm-hmm. going. He is a gold yeah. at the at the head of all of this. How are those cracks? How is he going mm-hmm. to flip this table? Yeah. You know, it, it hasn't appeared yet. Even in this book, I don't feel like that. There's really a, he's a, a he's bigger a, bigger picture as to how this is going to flip with the sons of Ares and everything else. Well, and we ha- we do have this nice heartfelt conversation in the fridge. <laughs> oh, that's later. later on. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we, yeah. Whatever. Well, we, yeah. well, okay, we find out Pliny's Pliny. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. I told the sovereign where, I told the sovereign of our plan. <laughs> yeah, this is cool. <laughs> Chapter 31 coup, cool. yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, so her fleet is, a, is waiting in ambush when they arrive, and Augustus and the Jackal, along with the other loyal house members, uh, were all taken prisoner. And back to the plan, which we forgot to mention here a little bit. Yeah. Uh, there were two plans. Uh, Daryl was going to go get Lorne. Oh, that's right. And yeah, Augustus yeah, right. was going to go start working on taking the ships on Ganymede. Ganymede yeah. And they got set up. Yep. And did someone take it from there? Because I was trying to remember it. Oh, that was, uh, yeah, that was, that was where Pliny <laughs> yes. betrayed them. Right. Like, that's tipped right. off the Sovereign. Um, Mustang was able to escape. She makes it back to Daryl's ship. Um, but the Jackal does not. True, yes. Uh, no, Jackal and Augustus. Jackal and Augustus, yeah, both. Yep. Both of them got captured. Um, it's always but captured. It's, kinda, it's never just killed. And it was kind of like, it was kind of hinted at. I mean, there, there's some really good character moments here between Daryl and Mustang. Um, oh, Se- Severo was with Mustang. No, no, he wasn't. I'm sorry. Severo was with Daryl. Yeah, yeah. Severo was with Daryl. Again, the map of where characters my, are my, should be. Also, my yeah. notes are messy. Um, it was... It's good character moments that are going on here with Daryl and Mustang. Like, they kind of, like, they knew what Pliny was up to, but they had to force his hand. So mm. this was part of their, those two's plan. Right. Um, was several comes in with an eye. Always. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's Pliny's eye? Whose eye no, no, he no. Have? He doesn't come in with it. Uh, Mustang oh, has Mustang it. And then several. It. Hey. He picks it up. Yeah. Can I have that? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. several continuing his weird stuff of collecting weird, strange, disgusting things. Yeah, and he's, I'm going to continues. collect the set, is what he says. Yeah. And actually, I, I have I have it written down here. Um, Daryl and Mustang, they're they're kind of they're talking about their plan. This is this is the awesome character moment I was talking about. Yeah, uh, this is just triggering it all back in my head here. Um, they're they're, ha- they're they're talking to each other like, oh, this happened, this happened, oh, just like we knew it was going to. And they're just kind of like speaking in very fam- they're very familiar with each other. Yeah. And is it Orion talks to several? Somebody talks to several, and several's just just he's just like. Yeah, they're odd. 
They're, like, <laughs> they're just they communicate. And, well. and it's really uh, like their relationship is really coming together here for me. Like you right. know, they're they're so familiar with each other. They have all these like little inside jokes, code mm-hmm. words. It's you know, I'm, you, I'm really you know, enjoying. This. I'm going to tell listeners and all of us mm-hmm. uh, earmark this part about how close Darrow and Mustang are yes. at this point because I feel like maybe not in this podcast, but our next one we get into mm-hmm. that that might be a little bit of an issue for me as we oh, go okay. to the next okay. book about where I thought their relationship was mm-hmm. and what ends up happening. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm with you, Bob. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So um, we're going to kind of jet through this. Uh, again, a lot of these, my notes through 31, 32, 33 is just yeah. kind of Are wow. very quick pace. And so very and very quick. Yeah, yeah. It is, it is, it is nice though that it's here. Compared yeah. to some of the other ones where it does slow down. I agree. And, and I do I do like that it's split up because I always like to, I never stop reading a book when it's oh. not between chapters. I do too. Yeah, I am with So you. I, do, I do like that, that it kind of gives you an opportunity like, you want to go to bed yet? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You want to go to bed yet? You want to go to bed yet? No. Yeah, so... Uh, What's the Netflix? Are you still watching? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yes, don't judge me. (laughs) Well, and then uh, this is where, as we keep rolling, we have this discussion between Ragnar and Daryl in the freezer. Mm. And I like the fact that Ragnar just just hangs out in the freezer. What is wrong with that? (laughs) That's where he's the most comfortable because everything else is too warm. Mm -hmm. I love Ragnar. He's he's a really good kind of character act because he adds kind of a... I don't, kind of like what Chewbacca or somebody else would to, uh, or Drax would to. Uh, Drax, so like, yeah. Kind yeah. of a Drax element, yeah. <laughs> Nothing goes over my head. Yeah. My reflexes are too fast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a chapter with a lot of talking, it, for sure. It's a chapter with a lot of talking. Loyal, loyalty and trust. I mean, yes. I, I mean, I mean, I mean you. You. Me? Yeah. You. Okay. <laughs> Why do we keep doing this when we I, have these same moments for some reason? It's this yeah. weird cross table thing here. It, lo- it looks uh, fantastic. I wish you could, could see, see what we're seeing. We're sorry, listeners. <laughs> but we have, it's 32 Die Young, where you get the scene in, basically in the morgue, where yeah. oh, yeah. Roke is sitting next to Tactus, <laughs> yeah. just sitting there, and it's the uh, continuation of, well, he was our friend. You don't understand. When you gave him that violin, yeah, he went to sell it, but he felt terrible. Right. right. So he went to go buy it back. And that's the moment where... I'm, sorry, folks. I got confused by a weird camera beam. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Tactus turns out that when Darrow had bought him this really expensive violin, he'd sold it for drugs. But then he felt terrible, so he went and bought it back. Right. So yeah. that he could learn to play it after all this time. Mm-hmm. And it's Roke just trying to say, well, he's your friend. And here's another little stab into your heart, mm, make you yeah. feel a little bad that you caused his death now too. Right. Yeah. yeah. And really, what, what I have, yeah. I'm, man, Roke is feeling fishy to me right here. Like all yep. my all my notes are, are taken in in the in the moment. I'm like, man, there's some something's up. Like something's he, up. I don't I don't something's yeah, going he's, on. He's a he's a good friend, but he's very easily spurned or whatever. Like, like, he's, like, he's very much well. He's and very touchy. Yeah. And uh, I think he's an Roke, English major. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a drama person. He has oh, yeah. that. It's, it, it's yeah, true. Yeah. In another life, he was yeah, he's the, dude. the poet. Yeah, the yeah. one, the one who can easily be scorned in this case to yeah. his heart. Yeah. yeah. Right. In, in another life, he was that dude we all knew in college, sitting in the quad with the turtleneck sweater, smoking the foreign cigarettes, reading poetry. <laughs> what brand of foreign cigarettes did you go for? I thought it was native. <laughs> that was I was the other side. I was the other side. I was the I, I was the flannel wearing ripped up jeans yeah. uh, Doc Martin guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> that painted such a good picture. <laughs> I, just, I just watched it. <laughs> it was created before. But yeah, but no, that is the thing is he he's hurt, mm-hmm. and he Roke doesn't know how to process. 
Yeah. Hurt. Right. None of these goals know how to process things that didn't go their way or that things right. that weren't expected. Yeah. It's almost <coughs> like entitlement yeah. is a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. people it's people die. Pe- yeah. People can die. Things can happen. You can have to stab your best friend. You can have you have to do all these different things in the game or in, within society. Yeah. But that's just the way it goes. Right. Dude, you actually hurt me. And yeah. Rope doesn't know how to pr- and I think that's part of the fishy feeling here. Mm, and yeah. I just got the feeling of Oh my God! He has no idea how to process yeah. this. Yeah, right. That's, right. that's a good. He I, has I do like no that, yeah. idea how to yeah. process yeah. being being hurt by somebody he cares about. I like that. You're, and, you're helping me through this a lot yeah. right now. <laughs> and Darrow, though he realizes he has to do something to fix the situation, mm-hmm. and Mustang even tells him, "You have to fix this." Yeah. Yep. I'll, I don't. <laughs> I I'll get that. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. dear. Right. Um, <laughs> you, should, you probably should do that a lot faster. Right. Yeah, the, right. the only other thing I got written down for this chapter is that uh, Victra's loyalty is questioned. I'm just like, didn't we do this already? Yes. Why are we bringing this up again? Like it's. So can we jump to 33, uh, dance? Uh, dance. Um, the, the thing that jumped out to me, we're having this conversation between Mustang and Darrow in here, and they dropped the Drake Roddenberry equation about whether or not alien life can exist out there. Oh, that, that was real? That's yeah, a real yeah. thing. Oh, that's a real yeah, thing. That's, which like really, okay. Pop, okay. really popped out at me, and I, I have this written down. I, I just re- skipped over it because like... I, I ain't smart enough to like I, be able to read that. I, I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, I could use aliens right about now. Um, <laughs> but you know what got me excited? Hearing that and what they kind of throw out there, I'm like, okay, I'm hoping, and I'm saying this knowing, already having read what this next trilogy coming out next is supposed to be about, oh. and my heart sunk just a little bit because I read this and I was like, yeah, this would be the next escalation. If you want this to get bigger. Aliens. The next trilogy, Aliens. Which is... Nope. The next trilogy I'm hearing is about him trying to retain power in... But, hey, I mean, you say that, these books twist and turn. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Book two, we Aliens. We could very easily have Red Rising. Oh, that was actually... That was that, that's true. That's it true. was just tweeted out. Um, crap. What is... You can the, pre-order the, the second. Yeah, the title. What is it? Uh, a dark, dark, dark Times? Dark Times. Or dark something. Times or something like that? But from all the pre-stuff that's come out when he's been talking about it, it's him. I don't know that it's a spoiler to anybody that Daryl will rise to the top on this yeah. one. Right? Um, what? But, <laughs> just, <laughs> just the fact that there is a second trilogy kind of tipped me off It's kind of tipped you off, unless it's about his kids. Yeah, yeah. Dark um, but dark what? Dark Age. Dark, dark Age. Yeah. But that uh, it's gonna points. it's for Dark Age or Dark World. What? That, that Pierce Brown was really interested in the idea of okay, once you've mm. gained power to yourself, how do you maintain it? Yeah, that, that really I, I do feel that in this right. book um, with like okay, big climax, Fallout. Right. Yeah, this is very that it makes sense that there is another trilogy. Death. Right. Right. But right. I'm worried. I'm worried because <laughs> that sounds really political, like political machinations. I don't that has know ne- what? That has never been great the for The only me thing, uh, we'll talk about it towards the end of this book. Yeah. When well, we and especially at the it. end of the next book. But yeah. Yeah, man. I, yep. It's, but yeah, uh, chapter 33, a dance. Um, but Must- then, it's just Mustang and Darrow talking in his quarters. Regnar's there a little but bit. But then they have all this tension, yeah. and again, Mustang I, I leaves. I like this. I like oh, this. Oh, I man, didn't. It's, you, you know what? Mistake? She's. Well, no. But oh, so then it was okay. No, no. <laughs> I, this re- no, this re- but we have just talked about how on board they are with each other, it feeling, and then, then she's, she's revealing, little- like, okay, they are like, you know, w- when they're there with each other, they're kind of flirting a little bit. Yeah, right, right, right. But now she's like, okay, I'm sick of flirting. Let's do this. Yeah. 
And that you know what? And even like you get a little which mo- they've already done at the end of Red Rising, right? But they haven't seen. But then she's with Cassius. And it's just yeah, like, right, right, right. They, they were done, and now they're getting back together. Right. And she reveals like she's like jealous of Victra, which yes. I really like. That like she's yeah. like Mustang is awesome. She's yeah, like, a tough lady. She's very smart, but then it's like there is some insecurity there. Right. Like it's, there's some character flaw. I do like that. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Um, she wants more from him, and all he does is just sit there and like stare at his hands. Like right, right. Uh, Which I get because it's kind of interesting to me in this society. What would it look like in these kind of relationship and love things when everybody that's a gold is in physically perfect, physically perfect, banging pinks left and right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No. So, so almost in some ways you're like, well, so why do they couple up? Why, you know, why do, why does does uh, marriage still exist? Hollywood. It's Hollywood. Hollywood. Every yeah. couple of years, someone gets divorced, and they find someone who yeah, just maybe got these divorced, are and they work their way around. Relationships. I mean, and they are. They adopt a couple third world greys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, this, and this, I gotta look away from it. This, this chapter is good because really, she hasn't let her feelings be like explicitly known to the reader. Right. Um, right. So it's it's good. It's just a little, I have, a little affirmation. I have Jim and Pam from The Office. It's feeling like Jim and Pam. I, I'm from watch. The I'm rewatching The Office right now. That is so good. Yeah, <laughs> so that's good. exactly what it's feeling like to well, me. Where you're just day. frustrated at the end. You're like, Yo, I almost closed the, the book when I'm done. I feel I feel like I'm some lady sitting in an airport reading one of those romance novels. And oh. I just like close the book and just. <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty good. A lot of Why is he so that. blind? <laughs> she, she loves him. I mean, go make another cup of chamomile tea and sit down and keep reading. I need chamomile tea. Ironic. I'm all wrapped up. Tea time. Yeah, yeah, exa- yeah exactly. Uh, okay, Blood Brothers. Blood Brothers. Um, this was the freezer talk. The freezer talk. Yes, here's the freezer talk. Yeah, it was fun. And so we well, I, he, he might have been in there the whole time, but yeah. I guess it is important to say that he does reveal who he is to Ragnar and freeze him. Yeah. Oh, fr- yes. No, he tells that's why we said freeze. Like, no, freeze. not freeze. <laughs> not not no, he M-R-E-Z. Te- he, he first off tells Ragnar that he's free. That you're free. You're no yeah. longer, you're, you're, you're a free freeze. man. You're no longer in, if you want to keep fighting with me, I'd love to have you keep fighting with me, but you're going to fight with me as my friend. And he's yep. just like, and Ragnar, mind Ragnar, blown. Ragnar, Ragnar, Ragnar my mind is blown because then he to- tells Ragnar that he's a red. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. And he's just, I, I love you. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> like, <laughs> just can't deal with it. Yeah. Um, uh, is this some sort of trick? Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. I love that because <laughs> he says that is something that golds do is they try to like trick right. their obsidians yep. into disobeying. Right. Doing their Although I think stages. it's a it's a strength to how he's built up Ragnar. I never mm-hmm. thought Ragnar was going to betray him. Like even though I was like, no oh, crap, he just dropped that he's a red. Mm-hmm. I never questioned whether or not Ragnar would betray him. I... But I guess I'd, I, 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 I don't questioned, think he would, but not to the full extent yeah, where I, I question other golds betraying him. Yeah, I didn't right. think he was going to betray him, but maybe he would just like shut down and stop helping him. You know, oh like, yeah, yeah. I hear this was, yeah, I hear that. Yeah, this was no. this was Robin Hood no. freeing the Moor. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> during the Crusades for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Azim. Achoo. 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 Sorry, I went, I went to Menendez. Sorry. Bless you. All right, so chapter 35. Somebody say tea time. Tea Someone time. said chamomile. Yeah, chamomile <laughs> tea. Get some tea. Well, Daryl frees the jackal. Yeah. Everybody else captured with him. Just leave him tied up. I know. Yeah, uh, yeah but a deal. I get, but it's a deal. It, speaks, it speaks again to Daryl's honor, and I think Daryl smarts in a lot of ways. Right. Is, okay, this is the one guy that I can trust because I can trust that I can't trust him. 
Whoa. <laughs> yeah, true. Whoa. All I can think of is Littlefinger now. It, well, yeah. I exactly. trust him for a moment, and then I don't trust him. But now I trust him again, but I don't know what he's going to do, and pretty soon little, he's going to lose his fingers. Good. The Littlefinger right. and the Jackal are very similar archetypes. Right. Uh, and I, I love this throwback to the fact that Darrow is a hell diver and he mm. gets onto this drill to melt through the floor so and drop on top of this this <laughs> dinner know, party that's going on. I know yeah. how to use this thing. Literally crashing this dinner. Mm, I love yes. it. I love it. I, uh, th- this is um, where I have it written down. Um, probably the beginning of tea time. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'd read a couple of paragraphs in and I'd start writing this. Um, I feel like that. I felt like there was not a lot going on in the beginning of it, but it's good. But I feel like the action scenes outweigh the non-action scenes. Yeah. And it's not that the non-action scenes aren't written well. Yeah. It's that the action scenes are written so So good. good. They stand out against this. And that maybe it's just a balancing thing. Maybe it does maybe it shouldn't go in between them like, you know, like to where I'm gonna get whiplash. And we just we just came off and we just came off an entire series before this where we had two authors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you're right, Luke, Mm -hmm. is this this, especially here when we go from all the sh- all the talking on ships with Darrow. <laughs> Hello, welcome back. To, to, <laughs> to the fight scenes, it almost feels like we have an, it, it almost feels like they're two different authors. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in some ways. The Is this is it what was the Stephen King book with the the author who had the uh, split personality? Oh, is that the oh? The, it was a one where it was the author who was writing a book, but it wasn't him. Did yeah, it, it was a split. Ah, make that movie with Johnny Depp. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I. Anyways, I, that's that, that's where what, Pierce. Are, are you okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> well, this yeah, yeah, definitely feels fine. like two completely different authors to me here. Well, okay. So yeah, get, getting back yeah. into the chapter, uh, Darrow and his crew are aboard the Invictus. And there's a wonderful yeah. moment between two characters here, and they're the ones who. I think there's a great connection between the people at this table of Severo and Ragnar. Oh my god. Severo sitting there talking over the intercom. Yeah. Oh, and he's rhyming back and forth with Ragnar. Ugh, rhyming. Just can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes and insults Severo. You squawk like a like a chicken. And Severo's stunned. <laughs> what? You can't say anything bad oh, about me. Yeah. How dare you? Control him. Yeah. <laughs> and just Nope. Done. Mm-hmm. And goes back to the whole freeing thing. It's amazing seeing how Ragnar comes up with his moment of humor. Mm-hmm. Who knows where he came right. up with this whole squat no, like a chicken idea. It's a, you, uh, that, that, that was a joke. I just invented it. <laughs> uh, uh, you you, you squawk like chicken. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, he... Crashes the dinner party. Literally. Crashes the dinner dinner party. They end up. Ki- he pretty much tells all the golds, "Join join us or die." Mm. Um, and Darrow turns to leave, and he can hear all the razors coming undone as they all start killing Pliny. Yeah, uh, which yes. I guess, which is great. Mm. Um, and I like. We haven't really talked about Pliny as being like kind of this callback to a philosopher from Rome, but oh no, I don't who cares? Know. Now he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> so. And, we, and it, the chapter ends with. The Reaper calls for an iron rain. Yeah. The, okay. This, if, if there's a place where this book now all of a sudden turns, for me, it's up so? from the iron rain on, from all the setup of everything, from all saying the, his all, side of the all board. This, and then, yep. Yeah. Totally, yeah. Totally. Uh, he has spent a lot of time, this almost entire section, uh, uh, setting up stuff that I've, I've gotten bored with, actually, a lot of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. From, from the iron rain on. Oh, man. I, I could hardly stop it. It starts reading. to go quick. Yes. Mm-hmm. The pace yes. really ratchets up compared to yep. this early section from 25 to 36, where yep. 
We the, want the, chapters cut out. The, yeah, the, and, the and longest guess, 11 here, chapters of my here, life. Here, here's what I would say. I, I, <laughs> is this where you stalled the first time you read it through? I'm just curious. Because uh, no. you said you did stall at one point when you read it. That was actually, it was way in the beginning. I didn't make oh, it part okay. two. I didn't I make just, it through part one. I was curious to I, see yeah. if that. Again, I feel it's editing decisions. It all of, sort of, all of the stuff that the characters say to each other in those chapters that we found long they're good they add it's to the story necessary. it's necessary but it's just, and again, that's, just that, that sometimes on the cutting room floor you gotta leave stuff that you don't wanna leave and it just felt like mm-hmm. there there needed to be stuff and I don't know what I sh- I am not as good as anybody and writing I, this book I'm gonna, so I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call it back to what I said earlier it's just they're being overshadowed by the action scenes yeah, I don't think that the non-action scenes aren't written well. No, 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 or that they're not necessary. No, I don't. I think just so. think that everything else is so much better. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's almost he's in a fight with himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in, in some ways uh, of being good and too good, or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but let's wanna... talk for this Iron Rain. What is an Iron Rain? I don't think it, I don't think it's ever like explicitly said, but you're just like you figure it out. You figure it out, right? Where everybody kind of they all jump into these star shells. Star and they're shells all, and they're rain all shot. Down. They all rain down on the planet. Yeah. Super awesome mm. idea. Great visuals. Oh, just great, awesome, movie, great movie visuals of having the ships above the planet and then just a. <sighs> Yeah. yeah, and literally, it's like War Machine and Iron Man or something, all just raining down on. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. I mean, thousands, thousands of them. of them, which would be awesome, right? And it's setting up though, because now we're going to have, and this is where I go back to what they wanted to do with Star Wars Battlefront, the new ones, mm-hmm. where you have the war going on in space, which where you've got <sighs> Roke leading the ships. Oh, yeah. Then you've got the ground forces dropping down, setting up your lower spot. Yeah. And there's all these. Yeah, okay. my book closed. Sorry, <laughs> now I can't reference the spots I wanted to shoot. But you've got all these different setups for just this one planet, and now they're actually getting more allies coming in who they haven't been able to talk to because right. Golds. What do they want? They want to be remembered. Yeah. Now their names are going to get put into history if they're part of this. Yeah, whether it's one side or not. And Daryl plays to that. Yes, and of course yeah, he, does. he has yeah, which, that wonderfully which, long speech that's almost the whole chapter. He does have a very it's long good, speech, though, but it's oh, very no. good. Yes. Yeah, uh, and he also he apologizes to Roke one more time. One more time for good luck. Um, and he doesn't really accept it. He's just like, oh, we'll get to this later. Wink, yep. wink. <laughs> well, the thing with that, and I just had it open here, is because he's, Roke is coming with ideas, and Daryl, nope, I want this. Mm. He's already rejecting his yeah. ideas in the yeah, first place. Sure. So now when he yeah. goes back and says, well, I really am truly sorry. Okay. That's kind of how I picture it. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk later. And I like in this chapter, in 36, Lord of War, I like how with Daryl, it's almost like, he, he can only have so much of this goal life, and then he eventually almost wretches against it for a second before he can continue on. He always has these moments of low point where he's like, I just wish I was with EO. Mm-hmm. And he has another one of those moments, right? You know, like, like, I have come from nothing, and here I am standing on kind of the eve of my my success, you know, and I'll finally, I'm poised to do this. And yet again, he almost, it's almost like he physically can't take it, mm-hmm. you know? And he, again, he wishes he was just with EO and his child, which I like. It yeah. so humanizes him. Mm-hmm. It looked like you had something. That was all. <laughs> okay. But no, um, uh, but anyway, thing I'm we to go back to this kind of fist pounding on chests and the warriors are smearing bloody handprints on their yeah. faces and all kinds of stuff. He ends up talking with Lauren about, how Achilles was a fool, which I kind of like mm-hmm. all this again throwing uh, back. Oh well, yeah, you actually you get like. That. I love these little bits of real, 
you know, whether it's the Roddenberry equation or, right. you know, again, these the names of everything. I love these little bits of, okay, this could really be our future, and these are the snippets that we've kept. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that. Think of, think of, you know, think of somebody from Homer's time or, you know, or one of the guys, if you know, if the Iliad or if uh, the Odyssey is true. Think about one of the guys from there look at reading a story about us. Yeah. And going, no, they got that completely wrong. Yeah, yeah. And so that's uh, that's that's where I feel is it really it brings it home for me. Right. Mm-hmm. So in the 37, 38, mm-hmm. he, Darrow's preparing for this invasion and he has this little bit of a talk with Severo. Um, and I like Severo because he always, you know, he's always seems to ground Darrow in some way back to back to Earth, and he reminds what, him what that we, his men follow him and not Augustus, and that when it's all over, Darrow will become a god. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but and there's always these moments of what would Severo do? Because <laughs> Severo is, is that a really, wristband? Severo is re- really is Darrow's conscience. Yes, it, Ooh, I agree. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a very dirty he is one. Really, he is really Darrow's. <laughs> he is Darrow's Jiminy Cricket. He also, though, sometimes can, I think, play his ego in a way, oh, which uh, sometimes can run away from him. He can, sometimes mm-hmm. can be that unbounded, aggressive ego part of him that maybe but, steps over the line that Darrow but, wouldn't cross. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. and remember, but remember, beca- that's because Severo's not your typical gold. No, he is Severo, not. Uh, Se- you know, Severo is, he's smaller, he's always had to fight for his mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, have, have we, we found out? Nope. We can oh. just throw it out there. We can throw it because oh, it yes. comes out in yeah. this book, so it's uh, just free form. We actually find out that technically Severo's a half breed. Yeah, yeah. half red. Red. Yeah, yes. technically Severo is a gene- is a an actual half red that was you know made the old fashioned way. Yeah. <laughs> Which again, that brings up a thing sort that of? constantly throw like I've got to constantly sort reset yeah. what I'm thinking in my head because mm-hmm. we find out that. She had to be modified, yeah. though his yep. mom to be able to even like, not to get too gross, well, but to be able to take his seed. Yeah, but, but for, be able for to the have gold, a child, for, for the gold sperm and the <laughs> red egg yeah. to combine, they actually had to because be, they're like, huge. They had to build. They had to build her like a specialized uterus. Yeah, because yeah. at this point, Dar- Darrow is like seven over seven feet tall. Mm. He is huge, which I can never. I never keep that in my head. I never keep. I those, guess I. I, I don't. He, he is. He is always head. bigger than Severo in my mind. Right. He yeah. is. Good God, how big is Ray? But when you think about it, if this were a movie, uh, <laughs> no, like a lot of these yeah. golds would be towering mm. over everybody. They Are the blues like Hobbit sized? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it, um, it would be a weird look. They're stuck thing. on technology. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, well, there's Don't a lot say. of talking going on in chapter 37, chapter the, 38. Let's get right to the end. I did want to just throw one thing in there that on how, since it's war, you make very unlikely allies a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And in this good. one, they get probably one of the most unlikely allies ever. Oh, hey, it's Proctor Jupiter. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I hated you at the Academy, but this yep. sounds like a great idea to be part of the Siren Rain. I'm with you now. For glory yeah. and honor. For glory, and, be, for for glory cool. and honor, and I tell you what. I hate that beep more than I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's true. It's true. Oh, it's the enemy good. of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> it's exactly. True. Yes. And, and now we get into this giant movie rain. epic, yeah. epic thing. The the Ooh. Iron Rain. <laughs> Darrow's launched out with thousands uh, of of his soldiers in star shells. Mm. Um, I mean, it's just epic space battles and and all of this kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, it's, but it's I, completely silent. 
Oh, yeah, I do like that clean. thrown in there because it's space. Yeah, there's no yep. sound. Whereas you know, look at a lot of movies. You look Star at Star Wars. Wars you look at <laughs> you, Sorry, you yep. look at Star Wars. You look at Star Trek. You look at all these. Every time it's a space battle, there's always noise, sound explosion. And noise and yeah, Firefly. Be... I yeah. knew you were gonna say it. That's why I took it from you. But Firefly is an example. It's yeah. It's, it's audience. Yeah. If you were listening, I just made a hand motion to look like, <laughs> to look like I was making a ship fly, just like silence. Oh, and here, yeah. Nero's seen all this, but no sound. Mm-hmm. At right. this point, they're not even able to communicate through their helmets anymore, are they? I I, I think it's something to do with entry that they're not yeah, able to. Yeah. Like yeah. But and I have this picture again too. Where I'm remembering the last time we did this, and I'm remembering Servo pooping himself. Several. Several. Yeah, 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 yeah. Servo. Yeah. Servo was Mystery Science Theater three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, several. Oh, yeah, I people several. are going to. So yeah. now yeah. we have. Th- so I did get a f- quick flash in my head of you know of Beavis and Butthead poop humor. <laughs> What a thousand! Uh, you know, all of these soldiers like flying through and coming down and yep. just landing, and everybody's just poop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the, like, like diarrhea is leaking yes. out from their. <laughs> from oh, no, their no, 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 no. Hundreds of soldiers, and it's just, it's just. The star shell extra. armor has this like hatch on the back, and it just kind of like ejects an adult diaper. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like automatically when they land, yeah. and they just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and it goes um, back to they the, do the, have radio communications because Rock tells Darrow uh, right. that that the sovereign's on the planet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they do. Yeah. Have, well, no, but I, I don't I'm know. I'm talking about the actual when they're. Yeah, and I don't down, know. Yeah, I can't and, remember. Um, the one thing I can't remember the it was a movie book show one of them where it talks about how it's someone who's really young going into combat and they're like, well, I don't, I never really thought about the smell of how combat would be. Oh, oh yes. I don't, what is that one? I don't, I don't, I don't remember. What it's, I remember that. It's stuck in my head, but it goes to this of, well, look at these guys are crapping themselves. Yeah. These people are dying. All, this, all this is happening. Even despite all this technology, like you're saying, right. this is still a regular war. Yeah, Darryl, all of it Darryl is has like there. a scientifically altered like, butt. Right. <laughs> I, I do, I do like though that Darrow kind of it? makes this statement on technology about how it changes war and that at the Institute he yes. was fighting this kind of medieval warfare where he fears yep. men but now that technology makes you fear shadows and the air and the silence and just uh, one because there's drone warfare going on here yes. and and it that's, takes that's, you out without even knowing that yeah that's a little uh, which is very hidden close to home it is <laughs> it, it is, is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, also yeah uh, when they're in space they also get uh, Victra's mother switches sides real quick yeah, I feel like that she was and cool. her mom had talked. Yes. And that's what yeah, she said right. yeah, and it was. Like I mean, it, it really all it was was they just shelled out. They shelled out enough cash for uh, Robert Downey Jr. to be in the next Avengers <laughs> well, movie. Well, and, <laughs> and <laughs> okay, fine, I'll do it. Right, <laughs> just right, kills right, a bunch right. of people. To be said, I, now remind me, I'm remembering correctly. Victra is Antonia's younger sister. Right? Yes. 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 Yeah, and so this is and older, younger. Half-sisters. 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 Something like that. Half-sisters. Yeah. Half so, going back to the Hollywood relationships. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And so, I kind of felt that there there was something that was going to go on and there was something right. that was going to happen with this. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, her switching sides, I'm like, yeah, all right. One more one more for the good guys. Here we go. Yeah. And one more for maybe Victor to use against Daryl. Uh, well, you know my mom. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. My mom's got a lot of money now. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So anyway, they hit the hit the the ground running, and it's this huge battle montage. Mm-hmm. It's really awesome. And then, and this is like great. I said, the music is swelling. Swelling. You have, like, you have that like sweet guitar in the background where you're the end of the episode. And then we get to Rock ends up or Roke ends up radioing saying, "Hey, the Sovereign is on Mars. She's behind the shields of Aegea. So we need to we need to get to that city. And so we're at the wall, chapter thirty nine. And Darrow says that he knows, and like all I have written down is okay dude I kind of find that hard to believe like I mean yeah. Daryl's really smart and he always seems to be one step ahead of everybody until, it's a like, step too far yeah, I'm, just, I'm like far. Hey. Yeah, yeah so I'm gonna go with a Last Jedi reference here okay oh my this, god this, this com- too soon man no 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 because <laughs> now here's what I was thinking and I actually had this conversation with you Bob yeah. the other day in school actually right that Daryl is keeping all of his secrets close to the chest. And mm-hmm. I'm sitting here thinking the Jackal found out about this because there's conversations about hollow nets being dropped earlier in chapters mm-hmm. and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So we found out there. But he's not telling any of his other subordinates and stuff like that. Right. And it goes back to uh, purple hair, long neck. Laura Dern, Lorna Doon. Laura Dern. Admiral Holdor. Holdo? Holdor. Holdo. Holdo. And... We had this conversation, Bob, where it was, well, yeah. why isn't she telling anyone her plan? Yeah, I, and so I came, where, at, I came at you all mad, like, like I don't get She pretty much caused Poe to do what he did, and then, you know. And so, then yeah. I ended up going, well, she doesn't know who's a spy or not. And here's where I'm thinking, mm-hmm. well, that's why Daryl's yeah. not saying this to anyone. Yeah. He's good not idea. sure who idea. is a spy or not. He trusts several, and for some strange reason, he trusts the jackal. Not uh, yeah, sure I don't why he trusts the jackal that on that part. Yeah. But, and, he shouldn't. But it continues along the fracturing of another relationship again. Yeah. I'm going to fix this. Rogue. I'm going to fix this. I just lied to you again. <laughs> I didn't trust you again. Yeah. Oh. oh, boy. Right. Truly. This is not good. <laughs> yeah, true, true. And we get to 39 now. And that yeah. was just... The, the other thing in 38 oh. was we get um, some really cool descriptions of Mars's ecosystem. Yes. Which oh. I uh, we, we got a little bit in book one. Yeah, not um, huge descriptions. We know there's cities. We know they've terraformed it. Yeah, we know there's trees snowy, in places. Snowy mountains. Yeah. Uh, there's, tr- evidently just, there's evidently a central park somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my right. gosh. Uh, so yeah, thirty nine at the wall. At the wall, boy, what a place to end this chapter. Mm-hmm. So there's this. Uh, Aegea is a city protected by a huge wall that's in the canyon. So I'm assuming the city is within the canyon, and there's mm-hmm. this giant hidden like, back underground. Hoover Dam. I, I'm picturing Hoover Dam, and behind it is the city, mm-hmm. and they're coming up to this giant dam wall. Is there a door that just can't be broken except I, by like a battering ram? That's a machine. If they had this giant, giant cannon. If they had this giant <laughs> battering ram cannon oh with gosh. a bunch of I, I got I got more. Uh, I would go Sorry. more Lord of the Rings. Uh, I did think, yeah, Helms but then. But Darryl, now that I'm Daryl would probably try to sacrifice himself by flying into the cannon, and Mustang would fly into. Well, him no, they're outside of the cannon. <laughs> <laughs> no, this would be a weird thing where like Victor, where like Roke would go after it, and then Victor would save him and be like, you know, I've always loved you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that, I what? promise that's the last time I'll make. No, it won't be. I know it won't be. But uh, at the wall, there's a river that flows under it, and I like this because. Um, Pierce, Pierce, Pierce Brown, I think, likes his ancient Roman and Greek history, and he modernizes all of this. And this is like, there is tons of stories throughout history of how great walled cities, they're taken out because the soldiers come through the river because mm. these cities and, need water, yeah. and they sneak through the river. And it's a callback, too, to Red Rising when he's tried to send several up the drain pipes in, I don't remember oh, which castle oh, they tried to one. take. Yep, good one. And it was Minerva, wasn't it? I think it was yeah. Minerva. Or, I think it was Minerva. But tried to send someone up there, yep. and now he's trying it again. Doing the same with thing. With hopefully better knowledge. Yeah. Yep. Well, well, 
Well, kind of. It's it's set well, up. It it's is, set up really well. It's yeah, set up really well. Idea. I mean, it's a great idea. Yeah, but the, uh, the Suns um, sent some Reds in to carve out all the uh, tunnels. The uh, yeah, dug holes. The, the, pool, the, the, the hole. grates that were the in the grates way. that yeah. Yeah, that because yeah. only Reds Bar could have city. only Reds could have like cut them without alerting the alarms. And then yeah, it was exactly. Really cool. um, um, but I love this. So they go underwater. They come up on the other side of the city mm-hmm. again. Great, great. Yeah, this is the SEAL team coming. Oh, out. Oh, the visuals out of the, are awesome. Out of the water. Awesome on this. Wolf mask. And there's this there's this girl that's on the bank with a gold. Oh, actually, you know how, how old did you think this girl was? Oh, I was young? Going with seven. Yeah, I think seven. I was going with like I was going like seven. Donald. Yeah, but, yeah, but what I wrote down was a brown girl, and I'm like, I felt really weird writing that. Actually, <laughs> actually, I will tell you, I I completely saw Kiara. This yeah, yeah, right. Kiara yeah, yeah, something, yeah, something. Yeah, my daughter. Yeah, yeah, definitely sitting kind of by the riverside, and but this ball is not a ball. It's an EMP globe. Mm-hmm. She act- she activates this thing, and everything goes to hell. Yeah, Bellinas uh, start raining down from the wall, and that's when we begin to die. Oh, what a cliffhanger. Yeah. Oh, man. And that's the end. That's the end oh. of book three. Part, part three. three. Part three. Part three. <laughs> Sorry. You're in a mode today. <laughs> All right, so we're into part four. Ruin chapter Rise four. so high in mud, you lie. Yeah, prophetic, and it happened. Chapter 40, uh, mud. This is a very claustrophobic <laughs> chapter. Oh. I, I, I read mm-hmm. through this so quick because I needed it to be over. I mean, they're, they're tra- trapped in their suits. Water's flooding in. Darrow... Act, I love this. He activates his razor. That's wrapped because they keep him wrapped around their arm. And this is the new style. Yeah, it was, new thing that's what Lauren talked about. Yeah, I was talking about. Yeah, you about. punks wearing them around there. You're gonna Which lose I think, arm. I think Lauren. Well, is, yeah, he's, he's right. He's right. Yeah. Uh, I had an issue here. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. If the EMP knocks out everything in the suits, why didn't the EMP knock out the razor? Oh, they talk about it. It's really? a it's a chemical reaction. It's not electronic. Mm. But it's. Chemical reaction is still technically electronic. No, well, yeah. Well, well that's, that's not, not a chemical that's, reaction. That's not. Well, it's it's something. I don't. They don't. I don't think they get into that. But it's the razor is chemically based. It's not electronic based. Right. Uh, EMP is just um, knock out like circuitry. So maybe run off oh, your okay. own. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll buy. I'll buy the circuitry thing. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah, buy the yeah, circuitry. Yeah. There's no circuitry okay. in a razor. Yeah. Thank you from the tech guy. Hey. <laughs> so this thing's wrapped around his arm, and he, he, he uses just enough uh, not to cut off his arm, but just cuts He still cuts himself. Yeah, still cuts himself, man. He opens it up what, to the What, dang near to the bone? Yeah. And I have this great vision here of, you know, how blood floats in water. Oh, um, yeah. And as he's cutting himself out, like, the blood just floated. What, him watching the blood just blood floating up from his yeah. arm as he's trying. He's like, no, but I got to get out. No, but I got to get out. No, but I got to get out. And all that muffled underwater sound. And you can, you know. And Pierce, and, and Pierce great. Don't trust I, I, I'm not claustrophobic. Uh-huh. Um, I uh, jump out to the listeners with some of the other stuff I do on the other side of my life. I'm a firefighter. Yeah. I'm not claustrophobic. I've been in tight spaces. I've been in spaces where you can't breathe. You have the mask on and everything else. I felt claustrophobic in this chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So it was great writing to give the reader that feel of mm-hmm. just, oh, God, he's going to die in a shell. <laughs> yeah. Drown inside of it or suffocate if he doesn't mm-hmm. cut himself And out. he's watching the other, and you can kind of see the other guys around him fighting to get out of their things, but they can't get out of their things. And so he's wa- he's pretty much watching other people die around him. Yeah, so he's able to yeah. cut, cut himself out. He goes and cuts Ragnar out. Smart move. Just yeah, get, get, get him get first. Get the big guy. Yeah. Get somebody <laughs> to cover guy. your butt. Yeah, and I love this part. Uh, da- uh, Darrow hands Ragnar 
The razor. And he drops it. Because mm. it's forbidden. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, no. 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 <laughs> yeah, Stop trying to trick me, gold. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not allowed to use this. I can't touch this. That's It's unholy. It's yeah. sacrilegious yeah. for him to hold that. Shut up, take it, otherwise we're going to die. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, and I love, the, again, uh, Pierce with his, <laughs> the way he words things, that they emerge like shadows from the sticks. Mm. Which I like is the sticks is a river of death. Yes. You know, uh, and... And everyone, he's lost all of his men. And mm-hmm. it's just him and... and uh, the Styx is actually a river. It, it's the river of death. And uh, if you go back to... Um, is that Greek? It's also a great 70s uh, oh rock God. band. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, oh, mama, I'm in fear for Dante. my life. Dante. <laughs> you go back to Dante, and Dante describes the Styx, and he describes the Styx as basically being filled with souls. Right. With the souls of the dead. So emerging from the souls of the dead. Mm. Our souls oh. of the dead. You yeah. know, that, yeah. Where his friends are dying. Right, right, exactly. Uh, not many of them make it out. It, it's him and Ragnar and a few few other howlers. Yeah, and actually, um, I've, I've written down a little head count quick. Uh, oh, Ragnar, cool. Darrow, Severo, Thistle, Clown, Screwface, Pebble, and 11 Obsidians. <laughs> yeah. I, no, good call. The the name the howler's nicknames I just love. Screwface. Screwface. Screwface yeah. and clown. <laughs> and who do you and think name these people? Several. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I always, and clown's been clown's been brought up before. Yep. Clown yep. and thistle have been brought up before because yep. they're constantly crabbing at each other. Right. Yep. And I just clown, I just ha- I have this feeling of like always I picture him as being I was gonna say, how do you picture these guys? Because I'll tell you, I picture them all as even smaller than several. And I don't know it because they should be golds. Yeah, I guess I right? really don't picture them but as golds. I don't picture them as golds. I picture it's like it's like Severo is weirdly small compared to everybody else. And then I picture these guys, maybe because their name's Clown and Screwface and Pebble. I yeah. picture them as these weird little runt kids. I think Pebble well, they're they just kinda, running around. They kind of were seen as the runts because they were the low drafts mm. back in. Right. And I think so Pebble is worse. actually described. I think Pebble is chunky. Okay. Like she's not even like an in shape gold. Huh. Um, and, and Clown, I that's, that's, that's some, the somewhere in this book. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I always have this feeling. Um, clown, I always picture as the one dude from Vikings. Oh, okay, I know, you know, you know the, one, the one crazy guy from Vikings. The guy yeah, that was Loki. the little thinny guy. Yep. Was, is, the the, yeah. sh- the the series, right? Yeah, Vikings the, yeah, the series. Vikings the series. Yeah. Yeah. Floki, not Loki. Floki. Yeah, Floki. Because it has the F in yeah. front of Loki. Yeah, it's Floki. The, <laughs> the thin guy who's I see got what you did there. Lazy yeah. naming scheme. <laughs> <laughs> the, the weird guy who's always got the, like, the one weird scar on his face, but yeah. he's always smiling, and he's always like, I'm going to kill you. Is that Floker? I don't know. Yeah. Anything else in Chapter 40? That's really all I had written down. It's a lot of action. And these all fly together, so we're just, we're you know. Chapter 41, Achilles. Yeah, Achilles' heel, so what would that be? Thistle's all butthurt about Ragnar having a razor, but Severo and Darrow don't care. Yeah, Severo and Darrow don't care. They arm the rest of the Obsidians with razors. But it gives us a deeper look into the society that even though we're all fighting for our life here. We're about to die You can't touch the holy relic because you're not worthy. Yeah. 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 And even even Darrow's howlers are like upset about this. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And he's going to lose some. Which shows you how ingrained the society uh, is with their positions because, I mean, war is hell and this stuff should all fall away. When you are fighting for your life, you should not be clinging to, hey, don't give the guy who can save my butt a razor because that's not his position. You know, I mean, that shows that you are, this society stuff is really to the marrow with some of these Mm -hmm. people. And the fault with it. 
Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Default or why it works. You yeah, know, it's, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they have to sprint through the city in order to make it in time. Mustang's going to drop the shield. Right. But they that is totally, um, they can't communicate because their comms were fried with the EMP. Yeah. Um, if Mustang drops the shield and they haven't gotten the Sovereign yet, she's going to get away. Right. Um, so they're just, just sprinting as fast as they can. They can Which barely is, keep up with Darrow. Is this a reverse of Return of the Jedi? <laughs> God almighty. <laughs> so wait, are they the Empire? So (laughs) Mustang brings down the shield generator. (laughs) From the forest moon of Mars. Yeah, yeah, Um, exactly. You can start your landing. (laughs) The shields will be down in moments. I don't know, Um, fly casual. (laughs) (laughs) But Darrow, long story short, Darrow sees the Sovereign uh, and knows that he's going to lose his chance to take her down. But uh, yeah, before that... um, he is the only one out of his howlers able to make it there. Uh, yeah, set. so he jumped. Like, yeah. He goes for because the ship. Because he ended up getting a set of grav boots earlier when right. Ragnar killed one of the golds, mm-hmm. and he's the only one who can jump. And uh, the rest of them are just... We give right. him the Severo, and Severo like, lifts right. him up. Right. But, but like, oh, yeah, they're yeah, fried. They don't really right. work. It takes a, way too much time just right. to get Darrow up. So he, and and he's, and he's, he's like, screw it, I'm going. He just runs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he flies like yeah. Spock at Yosemite. But I like... Malfun- Whenever we're dealing with future tech, yeah, I like malfunctioning future. Tech. I love everything. Doesn't always work correctly all the time. Yes, oh, yeah. these guys yeah. were just in a fight. Something got all banged can, up. All I can think of is spaceballs with their self-destruct button. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wait, there's a cancellation button out of order. <laughs> and there's a bad word there, but I'm not gonna say yeah, that because this right. is a family-friendly show. Yes, <laughs> kind of. Dungeons and Sweeps, fun for the whole family. <laughs> Only there's a few things you'll have to explain to the kids. No, or don't or explain don't. those until they're older. But and please, by all means, download it on every single device you have. Please. Yeah, <laughs> and then delete, then delete it and download it all again. <laughs> well, that's a little complicated. Uh, so yeah, Darrow, he, he finds the the Sovereign, Fitchner, I, uh, uh, getting into a ship, and he's just... And six Praetorians who are guarding Supreme Leader, yeah. Sovereign, I mean, <laughs> just the Sovereign. Man, it's the, the scene where he's sprinting through this, like, this docking st- station for all these ships. And, right. you're, like, everybody's, like, they see him, and, like, it clicks to it. They're, like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but he's gone already. He steals something off, off one he's of the He's like Superman in the old original movie. He's running past the bus just super fast. It's a blur. <laughs> Um, God, so he barely, barely makes it onto the ship in and, time. And we're into 42, Death of a Gold. Death right? of a Gold. Which this is what we did as our I'd opener. I'd like to say, I want to know what his plan is here, jumping by himself. Right. With all these people on it. I mean, don't... This is where he's it's impulsive. His, it's he's his impulsive. passion impulsion. Yeah. I really hope he has a good plan here. Yeah, the, um, he tannis is this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, he's, he's aboard the ship. Uh, this was our, yeah, you said this, this is our opener. Um, right. So, Darrow has his grenade. I mean, he's sitting there. He's got a thermal detonator. <laughs> well, and, and this jump this jump is completely late. This, this is a completely rigs from lethal weapon moment. I'm going to throw myself off the building because I can save the, because maybe I can save the other guy and finish the plan. Right, yeah, yeah exactly. But this, uh, I love it because this grenade is just kicked out of his hands. So, there went that. Yeah, uh, there was that. And then, what's a good idea? Aya is on this yeah, ship. He gets, so. he gets on this ship and all the Sovereign does is get on our comm to the pilot and says, roll. <laughs> rolls the ship uh, Daryl's not wearing grab boots so he just goes flying <laughs> it's right, awesome right. awesome and I will say uh, to me this this chapter would have 
if it wasn't so awesome, this chapter is so awesome by the end. Mm. But this would have been like a point where I would have gone, oh, come on, he doesn't fight Aya. Mm, yeah, you know, yeah, but there's enough. They're going supposed on. to. Hey, there's a third don't. book. Yeah, there's, there's got to yeah, be something. Yeah, exactly. You can't throw it all into the book. Exactly, and they don't. And but it, it's all eclipsed by what happens next, mm-hmm. right? Which is what we did in the opener. Is that Finchner? They want to. They want to kill Darrow. Like, mm-hmm. and I love this because the Sovereign is kind of doing the uh, the whole. Um, what's What's the movie that I'm trying to think of? I don't know. Goldfinger. Or uh, gold gold member. Oh, <laughs> oh hours. hours? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, uh, we're just going to leave you um, and pretend that you don't get away. Like, she's not going to do any of that. Kill you now. Like, yeah. take yeah, off yeah. your head now. Uh, uh, but throw wait, your body out. Tomorrow. But wait, somebody grab a video. <laughs> somebody grab a. We're going to videotape this because we're going to take away what EO did. Yeah. EO is drawn everywhere, mm-hmm. and we're going to show the picture of his death. And they don't know he's a red, but we need to. Put they don't. But yeah, he, he's, he's also like he's a symbol of defying the song. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like she was, and so we mm-hmm. need pictures of this showing that I'm in control. And uh, she orders Finchner because she gets kind of the wind that Finchner, you're. Maybe it's because of Severo. I think I she think feels so. like it's because okay, you're a little soft because Severo is because your kids are your the kids. Your uh, kids one of the rebellion. Yeah, yeah exactly. So she's gonna rebellion. make make him prove his loyalty by yeah. And I think him. yeah, and this is gonna be like the only thing like okay, now I can trust you. Right. And a great and a great moment here when Fitchner goes up and grabs Daryl. Yeah, you what? stupid kid. I had this under control. And then all yeah. I've written and down huge is huge reveal. Effing f Fitchner is Aries. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I've written. Effing f. <laughs> Um, yep. Did not see that coming. No, uh, my no, guess no. was wrong. Um, I, I said this uh, in the last episode um, where I'm like, okay, I think I got the twist ending of the book. Right. Um, what I had Oh, origi- yeah, I forgot about this. Yes. What did you guess? What I originally thought, I thought that the Arch Governor of Mars was Ares. Oh. My logic there, and like, I. Maybe I'll do my own like rip off PDF book. Yeah. Um, that <laughs> which exists. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> you brought that up. Um, so what what I was thinking was the Arch Governor planned all of this. Um, EO he talked to EO. EO's whole thing was I'll sacrifice myself so you can get Darrow so you can use him for all this stuff. Right, right, right. And that that's where I was. That but, makes st- sense with Mustang. Yeah. And then he's trying to put down his son because yeah. his son is the one that's working against him. Yeah, and it, that'd have been quite the thing. That was yeah. That that was the that was my thought uh, alternate in like, history. Alternate, yeah, alternate history. Yes. Yeah, fanfic coming ooh, to you from ooh. Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, <laughs> but I, I that, that's Mars three forty two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I saw Fitchner being Ares. Awesome. I I knew Ares was going to end up being gold. Right. That is what I had figured out. Um, but what else? Daryl gets he, he kills um, Carnus. Carnus. Yes. Carnus is down. Which and again, Carnus was underutilized. I feel. Um, oh, so I feel a good, good time uh, that he was. The, the, the only him. reason the only reason he wasn't henchman number four is because they gave him a name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> going back to that underutilization that you're talking about here, yeah. Bob. Because back when they're at. Institute Academy. Which yeah, one is what, it? This Academy, book? I think. Academy. 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 Okay. Think Star Trek. Star, Star, Starfleet Academy. Starfleet Academy. <laughs> but anyway, when they're back at the Academy, at one point, Darrow's standing With on... Will Wheaton. <laughs> That's Sorry. Good. But they're standing... Darrow's standing on the bridge, and his arm is in a sling because Carnus broke, broke it. it. Right. So now in this scene, it's like, oh, Carnus is going to attack? This is the battle that I wanted back when he broke his arm. I want to know what he can do. And he's dead. 
Yeah, it yeah. was kind of a quick letdown mm. for me, right? A little bit, and that underutilization. Yes, he was henchman number four. Yeah, but well, it's kind of well. Again, I feel it's know, weird that you set him up as yeah. this big, big beast, big ben beast Solana at the nephew. beginning of your book, and this is how he goes. He Boba Fett's at the end. Of <laughs> so now I'm thinking in uh, Troy. There's that moment where Achilles goes and fights uh, the one guy in the beginning. Yeah, it's they're all cheering. Oh, Achilles isn't gonna stand a chance. One yeah, sword stab true. and done. Yeah, so that's not my new thought moment. And yeah, see, yeah, I yeah, actually yeah. enjoyed this because I had, I I liked the fact that Daryl Daryl can actually kill him now. The yeah, only right, reason right, right. Daryl hasn't killed him before was because he did. He, yeah, the he, chains of society. The were chains on him. of society. Yeah. Now the chains of society aren't here. So yeah, I'm so much better than you that even wounded and bleeding from the arm and naked. Yeah, yeah. He just kills it. Right. And I love this chapter too. I and mean, he, that's he yeah, doesn't just this kill him. Is the best, one of the best. He doesn't just kill him. He beheads him. Yeah, I know. I don't know if but, you can tell from the audio in our intro, but that's a head rolling. So. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he does. He does. He takes a hit, a pretty bad hit. Yeah. Um, right. No. And then so the chapter kind of ends with um, Fisher, Fisher say, grabs him and jumps out. Jumps out. Um, or pulse fists everybody, throws oh, a yeah. grenade, and then jumps out. I love this. And then howls like a maniac on the way down. Mm. Boy, was that a weird thing to be doing in yeah. this studio. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Paul. <laughs> but, but knowing that, you know, knowing that we, what we know at this point that, Finchner is Severo's dad, right. and I the, the, I like the howling. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. the howling, and I I love it. Yeah, and I always envi- and I envisioned it here as the imperfect howling. You know, it's like when your dad's trying to talk slang to you when you're a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he doesn't do it as well as Severo yeah. does. It. Severo's cool. He's got kind of a cool howl. <laughs> well, just because Clob is my picture of what. Fitchner was white. <laughs> I'm picturing Klops in there trying to explain stuff to me. Oh. Just, uh, okay, Klops, like, uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I had it under control. Like, Let's go. Like, like, or like, like in our D&D <laughs> campaign when you try to explain things to me. That's how I picture it. No, I picture it's more like a uh, Klob fourth period of a wild game. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, there's only three, three periods. periods. Oh, <laughs> hey, sports it's are like not a, your spot. It's okay, okay I'm not a hockey guy. Sorry. Sports is hard. Sports is hard. Sports is hard. Okay. hockey game. <laughs> Uh, overtime? That's wow. what I was going okay. uh, Luke, hey, can we cut this? Live. We're going to live right now. No. You both have to try to claim That's things gold. to be cut from this. <laughs> so, chapter 43, The Sea. The Sea. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. uh, Daryl Awakens brought back to life. Um, is he Mustang is in Daryl's like room. The another time another huge time jump here. Yeah, are they, are I don't they on a ship in I, the yeah, ocean? Yeah, I think. I don't know. I mean, that's why I'm feeling like it's called The Sea. I don't know. Sea of Stars. Well, at times we consider space is the sea, though. Yeah, because of how ships, they talk about navy is in yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I, I took it as being, signs, but I, I, I took it as being the sea of stars. There, oh. I mean, they're you know the sea of space. What's uh, a pirate's favorite letter? <laughs> R. No, but, uh, you no, think really so, but it's sea. actually the sea. <laughs> oh, oh, but there's so many other letters like I and O. And pirate Q. on Wheel of Fortune. I'd like to buy an I. <laughs> Anyway, okay. Uh, what just happened? <laughs> Luke, I'm blaming you for this. One. Sorry. Um, There's three listeners right there that just went, "Yeah, I'm done." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they just. I'm glad they made it this long, though. Yeah, 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 they made it this long. So, Rock, we love you. Roke has managed to capture seventy percent of Bologna's fleet. Bellona's fleet, mm-hmm. not Bologna. Um And that's something that's been established earlier, though. That he he's being hailed as a prodigy mm-hmm. in space. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Roke, he's Roke, a prodigy. Roke is the Roke is the space captain. Mm-hmm. And I want is. that to be remembered for the next book. Yes, yes. I do. I do too. Yep. Make a note of it. Yes, and I love. I love the. Even though we're not talking to him directly here, the reverence that some of the other characters have for Roke. 
mm-hmm. and for his strategy and his use of yeah you know he's a, he was that weird poet when we first met him but darn the guy can run a space battle homeboy can fly a ship <laughs> yeah exactly uh must yeah mustang's getting him all caught up on everything T- tells him all bed. this i mean it's kind of a data dump here that uh daryl kind of remembers aries uh you know finchner bringing him back the carvers fixing him up and then he thinks he's off with Severo. Ca- cassius and mommy are off, off hiding somewhere yeah exactly which uh, gave me a weird game of thrones thing oh, they were talking about that yeah. here Daryl kind of wonders, hey, how long did Severo actually know about his father? Yeah. You know? Um, and stuff like that. And then we end bang, bang, with a bang, 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 bang. Yeah, I, but it's, it's it's written so well. Um, I mean, yeah. you know, it's it's been, man, a book. We have, a book we have been three waiting fourths. for this to happen. Yeah. And this was the time it needed to. <laughs> yeah. Because what do you, what do you need? Go, Jim what, do you, what do you need when you wake up from a coma? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what. Food? Kenny. Yeah. Food, a food, cigarette, and a boot scene. <laughs> in that order. Somebody, in that order. All right, somebody give me a burner. <laughs> yeah, it's not a burner. Is it yeah. the, is yeah. the burner supposed to come after the yeah, boot No, nope, <laughs> this is a weird order. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's why the fiction, everything is out of order. It's one of the things they lost in the transition from, yeah, it's the, the order that, from now to that future. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, this is, uh, it's totally, it makes sense. It's not just... You know, pandering to the yeah okay so uh, again make the, a make a note of this because at this point i'm feeling that their relationship man, is on yeah, track that yeah. they are close together and so they is there us i i'm feel i don't know i feel they trust each other oh for sure you know yeah I, you know so there's gotta be yeah yes. so chapter 44 the, the poet. poet yeah i wonder who that could be Daryl gets some well-deserved downtime. Yeah, I love that. Man. I love that. Roke is telling jokes, which is really. Who was the first carpenter? Oh yeah. Eve. She made Adam's banana stand. Wow. Well, <laughs> what? I, it, it made me laugh, but what? well, then you get Pax's no, brother no. just laughing hysterically though because of the dirty humor. Get feels, off the stage. It feels kind of odd. Well, and I, no, but I feel him just. I feel Roke telling this joke. He, <laughs> and just the that you know. Yeah, tell like, the joke. Like, tell the joke. Like he's not. Who, who was the first carpenter? Oh well, it's uh, Jesus of Nazareth. Eve, she made Adam's banana stand. But I could see. I, I do. I do like you know how just. Dumb the joke is coming for somebody who is so, so well in, read, yeah. very educated. Well, I think maybe that was, that's the interesting juxtaposition of ooh, it all. But no, actually, I think that was the point. Yeah. Exactly, it's yeah. it's dudes in war. Yeah, and even right. when you have, you know, think of every like Vietnam movie. Or I was gonna say this is like every that every World War Two feeling where yes. they're all sitting around and every, somebody's got a still going in the foxhole. Yeah, and somebody and, tells a a dirty joke. Yeah, yeah, and, but every war movie has the, the the one where they call him per, the one guy in the unit that they call him professor or they yeah, call him right. Shakespeare right. or they call him something I like, like that. that. Yeah, I like and that. so yeah. him telling this joke to the other guys. He's trying to be like the other he's guys. He's trying to be like the other guys. And it's not really working. <laughs> but the two tough guys found it hilarious. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, And I think it's good. I, it, it is good. And um, apology the fourth to Roke now? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say. Dude. Three? Dude. Three or four. Three Just, in this book, I think. Dude, hey, I'm really sorry about everything again. Yeah. Uh, and just as something's about to happen, several pops in. <laughs> oh, but for that, I do... Uh, yeah. Did you want to talk about Roke? I do love this moment with Roke, though, mm-hmm. because he again 
reemphasize that he is a true friend to Daryl because he oh, accepted really? this there was was because oh, using because because very strongly because he says I accepted your light and your dark without any agenda because Mustang loves you and Severo and the Howlers worship you mm-hmm. but I see you for who you are mm-hmm. and still accept you. You know, yeah, I know, I know. It's a great I love moment, you too, and I, I know. And oh wait, several's here. I gotta go though. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I pine, I pine for this relationship. And you get this, and when several's not getting, fixed. you get the feeling here that something that Daryl and Roke are gonna come to some sort of understanding. Maybe Daryl's actually going to spill his guts and explain things to Roke. I don't and understand several, this constipation with Daryl and, and not being able to tell Roke what he feels. And several, I, and several pops up, and you just get the large sigh. Yeah. From Roke, you get the <sighs> go well, we'll talk yeah. later. Yeah. And with that, like you're saying, what's with all this constipation of it? It's he's not sure how many hey, his word choice. I know, yeah, I know. it's emotionally constipated. Daryl's not sure how many of the golds he can actually trust. I agree, and he's yeah. so concerned he's that red. well, this is one who I could consider my friend, but at the same time, earlier, Severo told me there's no way that. A rope would change his mind. Is that true? If I try it, will I die? If I don't, will I die? If I say right. it, will he trust? Mm-hmm. He's not sure. Right. There's so yeah. much confusion on this thing because he's taken so long. I think, though, had he done it at the start, the very first time, and apologized, right. this could be a complete And one of the great... I think if we go all the way back to Red Rising, mm-hmm. and we go all the way back to Roke, to them essentially finding Roke bleeding, dying in the right. woods... When they both got brought back to health, if he would have explained the situation to Roke back in Red Rising, yeah. I think Roke would have gone along with him. I, I think and so. And I think wow. Roke, I, I mean, yeah. have all yeah. these yeah. apologies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All of this other stuff that has come on about, dude, I love you, but why are you acting so freaking weird? And, yeah. and then he'll, he'll be like, why didn't you trust me from the beginning? Yes. If you would have and it goes back to Darrow's issues with trust, though. Right. I agree. And that's... The character flaw that he has. Mm-hmm. Some he trusts very easily, others he's not sure. And some of the he's great, well th- I mean, this book has great lines, but one that really pops out. This to me is one of those things that could be a, a poster, right? Friendships take minutes to make, mm-hmm. moments to break, and years to repair. Yeah. What I mean, awesome. what Amazing. what a great line. I hope I hope that's Pierce Brown's line. Because <laughs> in the next book, we'll get into a whole speech that I thought was amazing, and I find out it's from the 1960s. But we'll get to it. I'm like, Pierce Brown. Yeah, I'm like, throw yourself on the machinery. Where have I heard that? Mm-hmm. Google it. You'll find out. Uh, <laughs> uh, we find out here, too, that you know the reason several popped up now yeah. is to explain that Harmony's dead. Yeah. Ooh. Or, I'm sorry, they've been captured. Harmony and, Harmony, and, Harmony and the other sons of Ares have been captured, captured by, by the, the jackal. jackal. Yeah. God, uh, I just can't trust him. Oh, God. It's like, you just <laughs> shouldn't have. Not yeah. trusting Roke, but trusting yeah. the jackal for stuff. His no. misplaced. Misplaced his I, I do, I do. I feel that, though. Um, you know, he he doesn't want to trust the jackal, but he has to. Mm-hmm. It's just, he's he's got, yeah, he's got money. He's got brains. Thank you, Neil. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> As he has candy in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just... <laughs> It's just, he, and it's he doesn't want to do it. He has to do it though for to further mm. his plan. And then we get into chapter forty-five. Yeah, the township Attica, yes. a southern gifts. mountain city on seven peaks. Seven peaks. <laughs> I thought your chapter is different than mine. I have gifts for the chapter. No, yeah, that is the title. Oh, yeah. oh, oops. Um, but yeah, they, they go to Attica. <laughs> Sorry, they go. But I'm like, wait, Sorry. what? Gifts. 
Mm. Sorry, 45 is gifts. I was <laughs> Sorry, the township from Red Rising is my default chapter heading that I change oh, every single time okay. in my notes, and I didn't on that one. Okay, um, sorry. Yeah, Daryl goes to visit the Jackal. Uh, and Victra. And Victra. Yeah. Oh, that's Because oh. we find out this whole thing about how um, there's this Victor's house and Lauren's house now have this alliance after the battles. Right. Mm-hmm. Big, long thing. I literally have paragraphs of notes here. I'm not going to go into any of them because it's a summary of this entire weird, mm-hmm. yeah, data dump. I shouldn't say weird. It's not weird. But, I mean, there's a lot going on here. Yeah, and we find out that Victor's, Victor and Antonia's mother uh-huh. um, only made this alliance because she got something out of it at the end. Of right. course. But and, that, and that's who she is, too. That well, was yeah. established. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so it does. It makes sense. Right. Um, so Daryl's pretty much sits by the fire. Sits by the fire. Hey, so guys, uh, what are we going to do next? Ah, uh, yeah, we find out that he's, the Greens have been building a new suit for him, and he wants to go public with his resurrection. Mm. You know, it's kind of a nice play. Because remember, the Jackal owns 30% of all media, yes. at least somewhere around there. Which, I'm beginning to think that that's a low number. Yeah. That he's lowballing that 30% yeah. for what's been yeah, going right, on here. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Daryl gives him gifts. Um, I, I do, I, I like it, it. It's nice. Uh, you it know, he, nice. Give, he gives uh, Victor a bottle of Petrichor scent. Uh-huh. The smell before the rain. I don't remember what he gives the jackal. Um, <laughs> Did it ever get revealed? Because then there's a... Oh, does no, it does get interrupted? Is everything gets interrupted. Because it gets interrupted. Yeah, He's like, oh, interrupted. you shouldn't have got yeah. me this... Boom! Boom. <laughs> yep, yep, because yep. the sons were wearing cloak or uh, ghost cloaks. Ghost cloaks. And hanging a off great the side. tech. I yeah. love that tech. Um... But yeah, then Daryl's able to pin the whole. I love. I love how he's able to pin the whole thing on Sunhua, for you know, like they they moved money into her account and then like they capture her and kill her. Right, so it seems right. like she got paid. She betrayed him and ran away. Yeah, yeah. It's very well done. I, I, yeah, very I well done. So, 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 so we, we believe rescue. at this point. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So we rescue the sons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Harmony and the other sons get rescued. Jackal thinks that Daryl's still on his side because right. when they came in, like Sever actually like half punched at him once. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good play. Uh, yeah. It's very, very well done. I love his plans. They always fall together very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're on to 46. Chapter 46, Brotherhood. Brotherhood. Uh, Daryl goes to meet with Dancer. Yeah, Fitchner, Severo, Dancer, and Mickey. Yeah, hey, yeah. Mickey, you're so yeah, fun. Dancer, and Prancer, and Severo, and Aries. <laughs> <laughs> you're so fun, you carved my mind. And we, we again, <laughs> we get all this history of the Reds mm-hmm. uh, about how a lot of them were taken from this. Ireland. Yes. I really like this because... Yeah. Makes now, sense why now, they're red. Now, well, and it, it throws now it changes the picture. I'd already been pretty much picturing picturing them as more red headed Irish yeah. people, and now it kind of is you know. So now I don't have to picture some sort of weird red a bunch of a bunch <laughs> of gingers living underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love that after a radiation leak in London, it turned everything to a wasteland. I love how and that how I like it because everything that happened on Earth is. Yeah, I, I do like that he keeps yeah, that a mystery. Um, well, they burned the books so that no, they can no longer go back. Yeah, shut up. But this is the origin <laughs> of bloody. This is why you, they say bloody damn because yeah. they're from uh, uh, they're, yeah. they're from the Isles, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, Dancer, he wasn't dead. Harmony was making her own history. Harmony was doing her own thing, which I like it because uh, this entire book we've been almost turned against the Sons of Ares. They are a terrorist organization. And in our current era, even when Pierce is writing this, I mean, terrorism is the, you know, our... 
our time frames, you know, big wow. big issue of the day. Yeah, and, yeah. We're, and, and, yeah. and we're in this, and we... It's our worry. Real, it's, it's our worry. Yeah. In real society, we have this debate going on right now. It's our Cold War. In, in the UN, we have, you know, it, or with the United Nations, with the different companies around the world, corpor- corporations and right. uh, countries around the world. What defines terrorism versus what defines a freedom and a, a freedom insurgency? Yeah, revolution. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, 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 and which which oui. is you know terrorism to one person may be you know working for your cause for the yeah. other person. Exactly. Where, exactly. where does that debate lie? I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's made the sun's uh, kind of uh, unsavory throughout this whole book. And now mm. it's nice to kind of find out, well, it really wasn't the sun's. This was yeah. army going off yeah. half-cocked on and their own. Then we start to learn more about how and why um, Fitchner formed the mm-hmm. sons in the first place. Right. Yeah, and which and was, yeah, well, we talked, we, we covered that. We mentioned that. Yeah, stuff, yeah. Um, yeah his wife, Bryn. Um, mm-hmm. Severo's mother, um, the Golds killed her, and that's kind of what started him down this path. Right. I, I, I do like this uh, uh, story. Again, we're getting a lot of little snippets of society because mm-hmm. we really, after spending so much time in this universe, don't know a lot about sometimes the, I feel that daily backstory life. or the tech or daily life or, mm-hmm. you know, um, so kind of this whole like, so how does this work out if they got together and mm-hmm. they had to be modified and all this kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, they actually, I, and what they, what they had to do was, I think, you know, genetic manipulation. What are you doing? <laughs> A genetic manipula- manipulation had happened already. And all, right. the, all the carvers did was undo it. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the, the gold seed and the red eggs were not yeah. compatible. Yeah, so they had to make mm-hmm. them compatible. Um, so Dancer and Ares had... Uh, Tell him that now it's a given that Augustus will make Darrow his heir. Yes. And they want him to accept it yes. when it happens. Because that will give you that position. You are now at the top of you've, society. You've, you've, you've risen. Yeah. 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 Your, your rise is complete. Ooh. You know, in a way, right? Roll credits. Um, yeah. <laughs> they, they want Darrow to help Nero become the sovereign. Because then they're going to assassinate. And then once he is yep. Nero's heir, he will become the sovereign. Because and they'll, they'll assassinate the sovereign. And we'll assa- we've, we've been really good at making it look like other people do things. Yeah, so they'll the make scenes. another so society we're, look. We're, we're going to make somebody else look another like Another house that. look like they did it. Mm-hmm. Maybe even the jackal, since he's been trying to build his own mm-hmm. empire of media. Jackal, jackal. Right? But before that, I want to take Mustang to my family uh, home. Okay, let's... No. No. Yeah. I, no. Uh, yes. I would like to, and I think that's what I need to do first. <laughs> yeah, and everybody's going, no. Uh, no, no, don't you dare. Uh, no, I'm still going to. Thinking? So what, what, what are you thinking? What are dude? you guys thinking he's thinking? Because you have just said, Luke, and I'm in agreement with you, that he always thinks his stuff through. And I get, are we just, are we just going with, okay, this is all just kind of this weird love moment. Like, I am just doing this for love. She's got to know the real me mm-hmm. before I'm two breaths away from from this being done. Yeah. I you know I think this is stupid. This I, I don't, is so stupid. Why would you, you essentially blow your cover? It is so poetic. I, okay, I, I love it. And at the same time, think it is the stupidest Man, thing. Man, you, well, you... I'm on several side during this whole thing. Well, if she betrays you, I'm going to put a bullet in her brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm on several side. Yep, I'm right. Which, which I think is good. Yeah. You, you know what, Darrow? Darrow, do whatever... Devro, Devro, Darrow, do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. But if it goes wrong, I'm going to shoot her. And I think that's the only <laughs> reason that this works is because 
Severo is there saying these things, okay. right? Like, yeah. Darrow's making yep. a stupid choice, and because we have other characters saying exactly what's in our head, the like, you're an Jiminy idiot, Cricket. I'm going to put a bullet in her head. Murderous Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, exactly. and, and, and I looked at this going, okay, it's a dumb thing. It's a stupid thing mm. to do. Yeah. But... Does Daryl think Daryl Daryl thinks he's gonna die here? Right. He thinks he's gonna die with all this. What? This is a major decision that he doesn't think he's gonna live through. What does Superman do every time before <laughs> he goes into a major fight? He flies and back to Kansas Kent, and sits on the porch with, with, Ma, with Ma Kent for a minute. That's true. It's, yeah, <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah. That, that yeah. is totally where my brain that, went. That's with this. true. What? That's actually really good. Yeah, that's exactly. But, su- but, super- but Superman's flying to Kansas. He's not taking a ship, and he's not meeting up with other people. <laughs> he's like, this. I yeah, this is not a This idea is so dumb. Like, Darrow, what are you doing? It's man? a huge. Risk. I don't. I don't care how much you miss your family. Well, I don't care how much you miss his, Mustang. His character flaws again, mm-hmm. and this is one of those flaws. And going back to the whole Roke incident and stuff, yeah. he can't trust him. But no, oh, look at this. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, but he has someone else who he wants to trust. He wants Mustang to trust him. He wants it to happen so bad. He's willing to risk it all. But this isn't the point. But this isn't the point where you fly Lois Lane to Kansas and go, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I'm actually a farm boy and your partner." Can we push this <laughs> then even further, and we can keep talking about yeah. whatever our feelings? Yeah, are. as it goes. Yeah, but because goes, this yeah. continuing along these lines, then when we get to the village, I'm left with a really odd feeling because we all talked about how Red Rising was so powerful in the beginning for us. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is brilliance on Pierce Brown's part or how I... I'm still maybe processing this. When we come back, he has now been carved. He is a gold. And he talks about how everything feels so small. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to use this term cheap or anything, but like... like they go, Dirty. The grass where they made love on... Like, almost like when we were first there, mm-hmm. like him, we saw everything through the eyes of this like... Oh, you yeah. know, they made love in this beautiful plush grass. And he's like, but it had weeds in it. But and she was just a small willowy girl. This you is, know, but like, this is this is the trope. This is the you can't go home again. Uh, yeah, it yeah. is. And he does that perfectly. But he, ru- this is being ruined for Darrow. Mm-hmm. It's also being ruined for me in some ways. Not, yeah. and I don't mean that in a. I, it, I mean, I think it's the, a the, beautiful the piece is of good. writing. The, it yeah. is a beautiful piece of writing, but it's amazing how he can take something that, even for me, like Darrow, mm-hmm. was so poignant mm-hmm. and make it feel so small and like, oh my God, yeah, I was foolish like Darrow to have mm-hmm. put so much on this. Well, maybe that's... Yeah, I, that's what he wants. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. The issue that I had here is, yes, you're a planet under war. Yes, there are different things going on, but it always talked about in Red Rising about the about the tight-knit communities, and there's always kids bouncing around, and there's always people... There's nobody on the street. There's nobody here. Yeah, it's true. Yes, I understand that you may be... You know, there may be something going on because of the war that's going on above. Yeah. But it always made it feel so close in Red Rising, and the, the you know... The yeah. New, uh, where's the little old red lady that's a next door peeking out the window going, why are there gold on my shirt? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess it's convenient for plot-wise because he doesn't have to explain himself to 30,000 people on the street. You know, and but... He, there's the one explanation of the dude who evidently runs the place now, yeah. who evidently runs the mine, and, the go- and he just shows up and goes, no, I'm here for an inspection, I'm going to walk around mm-hmm. where I want, and he walks out the door. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> But I, there's nobody here. Yeah, magistrate, pod, poddingus. Yeah, yeah, I know. Podingus. I don't know. Uh, th- this whole thing, uh, this chapter was really long and just I thought unneeded. I thought it was really 
petty of Darrow to go back and do this. Yes. And oh, well, like the chapter says, everything seems small. Yeah, all this seems small and petty and well, weird. And he's, he's, he can't go home again. And it takes him no, so long to get to the steps of the house that I'm like, why yeah. is nobody seeing him? Yeah. And with a lot of this, one of the things that we need to remember is, who is this revolution for? The Reds. It's yeah. still for the Reds. For us, so for Do the... any of these Reds know fully what is going on? I don't on think they right know anything. So what they need on. to, what kind of, and this is me trying to defend it now, and mm. yeah. not saying I'm for or against it right now. Yeah. Just and I'm not saying I'm even against this. I, I just don't know how to feel. He's trying to go back down to show them that golds can be kind, because he's giving them this feast now. Right. Here's a whole feast for everyone. So now they have this image of, well, here's this gold specifically. Don't you dare start going in <laughs> like I'm doing right now. <laughs> and they're showing this specific moment of him trying to be kind for the Reds. Because right. he hasn't done that in a very, very long time right now. Yeah. Like he's trying to go back to get his roots tied back with him. Mm-hmm. So that later when the big reveal finally happens to the whole society, mm-hmm. now the Reds know, wait, this is the person who he was one of us. He even came back for us. He didn't just okay. stay up above. Okay. I can buy that. I no. just came up with that in the past three minutes. Let's need you no, guys talk. No. <laughs> I do. I, I like that. But, That's a, and again, I'm, I'm not against, I don't want this to come yeah. off as I'm mm-hmm. against these chapters, but it's changing the way I felt about everything in that first part of the book. You know, it's now small for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that feeling. I, I, you know? Yeah, it, it is written well. Another thing that, like, I'm not sure, I don't like it because it's written well, is that the magistrate, like... Podmingus. Man, he talks. Man, he talks. I, I, well, he's nervous. He's got to talk fast. I felt like Daryl, like, oh my God, would you shut up? (laughs) Like, he's just, he's just going on and on and on and on. And I'm like, yeah, right. Oh my God, I don't care about how much you like to travel, dude. (laughs) Holy crap. And so he's got Mustang with him and he's walking. Mustang's just walking around confused. Yeah. Why am I here? Why are you so nice to these people? And so let's segue into 49. uh, Why we sing. He meets up with his mother, Mm -hmm. um, not expecting her to recognize him. Well, and he leaves leaves her outside. He leaves Mustang at the bottom, essentially at the bottom of the steps with a hollow tape. Mm -hmm. The tape's. Watch this. I'm going to go upstairs. Watch this. I hope you'll follow me. Yeah. And I'm going, oh, God, no. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, she's not ready for this. She's not ready for yeah. this. Mustang's not ready for this yet. And I'm yeah. sitting there, plot, it, twist, plot, twist, <laughs> plot. Yeah, yeah, and right. it turns out, no, no, Mustang is not ready for this. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, so it goes his mother, I love what his mother kind of tells him mm-hmm. here, though. It's, it's, an, it's an awesome scene with his mother. And I, lo- I yeah, love the, well I love the, you know, the... The feels. Oh, yes. I the, the I'm, feels. I'm a mess. I'm a mess during this. The chapter. feels behind of you know a mother always knows her son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it was it was so good. But then even the wisdom that kind of comes from her that it's almost like characters come into this book and kind of reset your own thoughts on where things are going. And she's like this voice of reason saying, "Hey, this is all these reds have ever known. Mm-hmm. So so you free them tomorrow. What yeah? What are they going to do?" <laughs> you know, and it, it is also like you know, maybe she's just like complacent in it, like she's just accepted it, right? And it's like you know what, maybe you're okay with this, but you know what, my nephew or niece might not be okay with this. My grandkids, yeah. What? what, what and what and are, I think they even say that at some point. Like, yes, it, it will take a couple of generations. Yeah, yeah. This is not an overnight yeah. thing. Which again, this is realistic. Mm, this, very. this is how it would be. Um, and 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 it's it's beautifully done, mm-hmm. but I'm I was very conflicted emotionally about yeah. it. And then it's, sitting on the floor because he can't fit in the chair. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, because he's huge now. Mm-hmm. He's huge now, which is 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 in a way this is a, almost a scene for me um, of 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 like almost like from like 
Ten Commandments where where uh, Moses goes back to visit his mother after being a prince of Egypt, mm-hmm. you know, and he sees the squad, and, and there she is building building uh, their empire, you know, and he's he's the. Uh, it was, it was all very good. Um, but we're going now into chapter 50, The Deep, because like what you said, a holotape was given to Mustang. And there's that other spot there that it's really kind of strange that this happens near the end of that chapter. Just got to go back to it for a moment. That his mom actually never liked Eel. Yeah. That she thought she was too manipulative. That's very... Uh, I kind of love that. Very, 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 mo- very mother. Very mother. That's, that's, very, that's very meta. Yeah, but you can't ever say anything until they're gone or divorced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think she's been hang, hanged long enough that yeah. uh, mm. we can talk about it. Now, yeah. and then but anyway, deep, so yeah. 51, Golden Sun, man. Or I'm sorry, deep, 50, deep. The Deep. Man, uh, I, I'm on pins and needles. Mm. What is Mustang she going gone. to do? <laughs> She's gone. She's gone. Yeah. As a strange thought, I kind of was hoping that this would change entirely to a completely different story. I'll wait until we get to that moment, though. Oh, okay. I, and I'll just oh, say, okay. well, and again, it's just a weird hope that I thought would be yeah. interesting. And, and here's Severo again. No, I placed a tracking device on her ship. We know exactly where she's <laughs> yeah, going. Yeah, <laughs> love Severo. He's so, he's so realistic. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but uh, there's there's a moment of peace b- uh, before going back to uh, or Darrow goes to the mines and Mustangs uh, waiting for him with a gun. Yep. Yes. Um, and this I, I'll tell you I mean this this is written really well. I, I'm sitting yeah. there just yeah. on the edge of my seat. What is going to happen? What a pivotal moment! Mm-hmm. She is holding a gun to him, going to pull the trigger. Um, Ragnar is Ragnar's is, disembodied voice. Yeah, gonna shouting you out the mind. You have ten breaths left. Yeah, yeah. just from the again, creepy as heck. Just from the dark. <laughs> yeah, he's counting off breaths breath because he is gonna kill Mustang in ten breaths, right? Seven. Or whatever it is. <laughs> and so there's this weird countdown clock going on. I mean, Six. my heart is racing while reading this chapter. It is. It is yeah. so good. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, then uh, sorry. And, uh, actually, and actually, the, as Pierce Brown likes to do, we leave this chapter on man, a cliffhanger. The, the book started going like right here. This started going so fast for me that I stopped taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm sorry, I just, I, oh my god, I gotta know what happens. I gotta know what happens. I gotta yeah, know what happens. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I, I, I love sh- these lines of Daryl giving Mustang these, giving Mustang yet another ultimatum. Well, the last ultimatum didn't work. I'm gonna give you another one. And he drops his weapons and tells Ragnar mm-hmm. to drop his weapons. He goes. Kill us then. They kneel in front of her, right? Yeah. Now they kneel and tell the, say to pull the trigger, and then if we they... can't change your mind, if we can't change your mind, mm-hmm. nobody will. Yeah, pretty much. I love you, Mustang. Nobody's going to follow us. If yeah, you if if you won't follow me, nobody will. Then yeah. all of this is in vain. And I love this. And she she leaves. Yeah, she yeah. cries and flicks him off and walks away. <laughs> I don't think she flicked him off. Throws, throws I don't want crux. that in my mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would cheapen the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Leaves like a bar floozy. <laughs> um, see, I was, and here's where the moment where I was kind of open for a completely different book to change okay, things Okay, so what did, you, what did you want so to have this is happen? just, you know, it'll probably be a fan fiction that someone did. Uh, Mustang <laughs> shoots him. And oh. then we go into a completely different book where it's Mustang is the lead character. Oh, I thought that had been interesting. Uh, yeah. It would have been interesting. Who's somehow pregnant with his child. Yes. Oh. <laughs> from that one time they had something. Yes. Well, from See? the one booth Someone. Yeah. Fanfic. Yeah, no. Well, well I'm, I'm sure it's out there. It probably is. Yeah. And yeah. Rule yeah. 34. <laughs> yeah. No, not that type. <laughs> well, God. and we're here, guys. The yeah. final chapter, 51, oh, Golden oh, Sun. Oh, oh my God. 
God, this are you guys uh, 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 roll I, credits and let's get out of here before we time? Are you guys uh, Game of Thrones fans? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. are you the Red Ceremony? Are you Brad, I'm really wedding. Wedding. Br- Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman movie fans? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Darrow so is being christened as a hero mm-hmm. by Augustus. He's, he's in here. He's, he's He's going to be anointed the heir of Augustus. Yep. And it's painting this really like, you know, like, oh, man, these golds and their freaking, like, ceremonies and traditions. It's like it takes all day they're sitting there listening to a white talk. Yep. And you know what? I I thought that the first half of this chapter, this is a long chapter. It is very long. And I thought the first half of this chapter, I got bored. I'm like, oh, my God, this is the last chapter. And I'm bored. I'm bored, and I and all of a sudden this box uh, uh, setting I, you up for the calm. In fact, I because I never changing your what's opinion. In the box? You're sitting there waiting. Just, <laughs> what's in the box? Terrible, I boring, never and then I never even went back because I, I even haven't written in my my notes as I'm like rock. Roke is to present Daryl with a gift of some sort of something it's in an ivory box, and I don't remember what it's supposed to be. It's, something it's, to do with gold traditions. Yeah, like, uh, that's how little I was starting to pay attention. No, no he, he gets the. Oh yeah, he's already got that. He no, gets sorry. the uh, Caesar leaves. I don't know. Um, the but, but he's supposed to get a mask. That's right. It's a mask that like it's designed especially for him, and it's just it's just part of their tradition. Oh yeah. Like, oh hey, you're big. You're important. Um, narrow Augustus. Formally, asks him to be his new son. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then now this is the point. I, I'm, I'm gonna keep this in mind the entire time I'm reading uh, Morningstar. When and, and it's whenever a plan is laid out in these yeah. books, that's when a twist happens. Oh, okay, because it's like you okay, as a reader know yeah, what's you, going on. You the reader. Feel comfortable, like okay, this is where this is gonna go. Nope. <laughs> yeah, right. He's he's about to be, you know, he's about to be crowned. He's about to be knighted as the heir. Roke comes up to him and just brutuses the hell out of him. Yeah, oh my God. yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, That's true. Good call. It, it is. Yeah, he, it is Brutus. Just, you know, and it's he actually calls him a, a traitor. Yeah. Traitor! I mean, Roke, <laughs> yeah. Roke has turned. And stabs, yeah. has and turned. stabs him with a poison needle. Same thing. Same I mean, thing. Yeah. That. Same thing. Same thing that he did yeah. to him. And you get, I didn't get the feeling here from Roke that he was even conflicted about this. No, Roke, Roke oh, no. now, it was he knows not anymore. Because, mm-hmm. you know what, I feel like he's piled there. He's like, I don't know why, why you I like, don't I like the me. not anymore. I don't, I don't know why you don't trust me. I don't know why you don't trust me. I don't. Oh, You're that's, a red. that's, that's why. why. That's why. You've done this. You yep. did this to me. You hurt me because of this. You've been manipulating me this whole time. You've never been my true friend. I think is what I he am. thinks. You know? We were brothers and We were brothers and again! <laughs> oh my god. This is how you do that, by the way, George. You were yes! Supposed- <laughs> yes! This is how you do that scene. You were to bring balance to the golds, not destroy them! So wait, Roke is Obi Wan. No, yeah, this is how well, you do that. But this is how you the poet. This is how you do the brothers scene. This is how you do it. Yeah, George yeah. Lucas take note. Yeah, this is um, how you do the brothers scene. Gets him in the neck, and I mean, Darrow just goes down. Present Qui-Gon Jinn's head in a box. Not sure. No, Dar- Darrow goes down and is just watching. Yeah. Is just watching now as Victra gets yeah. murdered. He's locked up. Like, and I love poison. this because I can almost feel if this was a movie. All sound would kind of oh, like yeah, go out in a way. It'd be slow motion, and everything goes to hell. Everything wow. that you thought was yes. getting built up 
is you're like, okay, for the next book, I don't know what Darrow has left. Everything is yeah. destroyed. Aya comes in, Cassius comes in, smirks at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Antonia comes yeah, in. Antonia shoots oh, her old half sister. You know, I forgot. Lilith the Jackal's uh, chick from the Institute the, yeah. comes in. They're all disguised. I forgot People how much I hate everywhere. Antonia. Yeah. Man. And the Jackal. Yeah, Lorne dies. The Jackal Ooh. kills Lorne. Yeah. Right. Uh, comes back to Augustus, has this great moment with the Jackal, with, with uh. Augustus, with his father, going, This is who you thought was worthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is who you thought was worthy over me. Guess what? I killed my brother. Yeah. I had my brother yeah. murdered because you liked him better. Uh, this is who you wanted over me, you sob. And Augustus tells him that he is not his son, and that you're no son of mine. <laughs> I should have smothered you in the crib when you were a babe. And he shoots him. But yeah, yeah. I is like, no, you can't, you can't do this. And he's like, I don't care. Boof, Boom, shoots him. Augustus. I'm like, oh my god. Um, yeah, Cassius, you know, Cassius leans over Darrow here as Darrow is immobilized and whispers in his ear about, you know, you killed my brother and that was one thing, but you killed my, you killed my cousins and you killed my children. Yeah. You, you, now I have my revenge on you. Right. (laughs) Right. So every, you know, Mm -hmm. the two people throughout, you know, Red Rising and Into Golden Sun here. Mm -hmm. That Darrow's been most that Darrow most loved and was most conflicted by betraying and by doing all these things. These are the two people coming up to him, whispering him to him in his state now, going, "Now you die." Yeah, I, I mean, it is utter darkness. Mm. What an abyss. I mean, ev- you have very, stripped, very red wedding. Yeah, you you have stripped Darrow of everybody in his life, and Darrow's all confused because Cassie started several. talking about. Kids. But that's what we're saying. Mustang's gone. Mustang, several, Ragnar. They're, yeah. they're, they're all safe. somewhere. Yeah. yeah, Mustang's only safe because he ticked her off. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, like they're they're gone. Yeah, they're not with uh, him. Yeah, yeah, true. You know, you know, I'm gonna hunt down every member of the other houses and I'm going to kill them. Yeah, and it's your fault. Okay, yeah. Arya Stark, and God. you killed children. Yeah, and he, he keeps Cassius keeps bringing up these children, and Daryl's got no idea what he's. What talking is he? About. Yeah, and I have no idea as a reader. What is he talking? God, about? He, and so they pick him up. Well, was the Victra like just crawls to him and just like touches him, and then she yeah. expires. It's, right. it's like, yeah. um, like, I I never realized how much I liked Victra until she until was gone. she's gone. Like, oh no, no, yeah. I liked you. Yeah, like, yeah, you, come back. And we have the moment where they open the box. What's in the box? What's in the box? (laughs) (laughs) God, Luke, it has been so hard because you you hadn't finished the book. That was was the last one. Yeah, Yeah, Luke finished last one. We kept yelling, what's in the box? He didn't know what we were talking about. No, no, we can't tell him. And in the box is Fitchner's head. I will say I went full seven here. Mm-hmm. When all this started happening, I figured Mustang's head was going to be... Oh, gone. my God. <laughs> I might have thrown the book. But yeah. 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 I, went, I, 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 went, I went full the movie 7 here where Brad Pitt's at the end and he opens the box and it's his wife's yeah. head. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I completely figured it was going to be Mustang's mm-hmm. head in here. It's Fitchner's head. I mean, like, if I got to pick somebody, like, I, I wouldn't have put Mustang in there, so thank you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. And, mm-hmm. you know, and right as, he's, right as he's passing out, right as everybody's telling him that... That everybody you love will die. We get this quick moment of, because I'm sitting here going, how is there a third book? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Every, yeah. <laughs> how is there a third book here? And then we get this quick blurb at the uh, very end of the chapter here of, 
no, the Sovereign wants him technically alive so we can dissect him and figure out how they like, did oh, okay, this. So he's alive. He'll no. stay alive. Um, and you have Man. Ragnar and you have Mustang and Severo. I mean, they might be the sparks that will start a new route. Uh, oh, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> the 25 people left. But, um, <laughs> and the one thing that I want to go back to from the last episode is I mentioned this back in Chapter 8. There was a great foreshadowing moment where oh. the Jackal said, I'm going to present you Ares's head by beheading him myself. Oh. And what's in this box? Fitchner's head. Fitchner's now, head. further references here, we have uh, no eyes in Fitchner's head, and his mouth is stuffed with grapes. We find earlier that that's what uh, Augustus had done earlier. Oh my God. Had gone and thrown grapes into a head. When that? It, was, uh, it was another governorship of Mars. Yeah. And when he took it over, they left the head stuffed with grapes as well. Oh, There's so that. many things that's that the jackal good. is pulling all over the place. That's and this cool. is a and nice touch to everything. Did Octavia do that when she killed her father too? Probably. I, I don't it, was, it seems it was, like something Octavia would do. Yeah, it was def, it was definitely what um, Augustus did mm-hmm. when, he, when well when he took whoever over. whoever in his family took over Mars from that other family whose name I can't remember because they're irrelevant. I don't, you know. <laughs> it was Augustus though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it was Nero. Oh, and yeah, we get yeah. to the end I here, so. and I want to ask you guys this. Yeah. Is this because did did Mustang betray him? That's what I have no idea. Uh, there's there's part of me that thought that could be it. Yeah. Did Mustang betray him, or was he found out some other way? Oh no, we no, 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 no! It um, the jackal says something about yes. how it wasn't Attica. That's when he figured it out. Mm. Um, but I, 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 st- I guess I don't, as a I don't, reader, we don't know what it was. But he says it's it's yeah. something about Attica. As a reader, though, there's part of me that thought, yeah, Mustang could have yeah. betrayed. I mean, I think that's what we're led to believe. I because don't see she her leaves. talking to her brother about that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, that's yeah. well, but this yeah. will be brought but, up kind yeah. of in a way in the next book, this whole... I don't Yeah, I, I don't think I ever suspected Mustang. I did not, no. No, I didn't either. But I think, it, but, I, I, for me, it was it's still left up in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Because it has... We, it. we as readers, I think, are not supposed to know how to feel yeah. about Mustang. Is it, did and the Jackal really, just figure it out? Because he'll play on this Roke, in the next book. Yeah, did the Jackal figure it out? Did Roke figure it out? Did Octavia figure it out? Was Did Mustang bring the tape and go, oh my God, what do I do? Yeah, right, right. Did she drop the tape somewhere? Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to blow the lid open on this story. Yeah. Was somebody <laughs> bugging her? Yeah, right. I mean, we don't know. Actually, I really where my where my brain was until the jackal said something about Attica was that Darrow screwed up by going home, and like that yeah. was like something about yeah. that tipped somebody off. Right. Because well, which what is what you think when, when you're that famous? When you're Darrow, you can't Andromedus, be and you walk into the mines. Yeah, like people just look at you. and go, oh, You're the guy. Like, yeah, yeah, you can't do you that, can't. dude. No, no, I agree. Yeah, dumb move, and that's I'm thinking as well. He's paying for that. Yeah, move. yeah hey, at any rate, as long as we're closing this out. Why don't we give our final thoughts yeah. to give a rating out of five yes. on book two of the Red Rising trilogy, Golden Sun. So, Neil, your final thoughts, please. All right. So now, thinking about it, when I first read through these books, there was something that happened. I read through book one very quick. Something happened between book two and book three that made it more of a slog for some reason, especially when it came to book three that we'll talk about later. Reading through Golden Sun the second time, Makes me like it a lot more. Had you asked me this a year ago when we first read this, this would have been a three out of five. But now, this time reading through it, even though there are some things that I talked about with time problems, training problems, no spies, enough happened in that second part to make up for it to go with a nice four periods out of five hockey periods. Great. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Dang. Even though I know that there are only three. 
it is a four out of five, counting those double overtimes. Uh, Club, what are your thoughts? Hey, kids. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> your old Uncle Club. It's not a infomercial. Golden Sun for me was a lot of ups and downs. Uh, like I said, I felt like there were almost two authors in a lot of places here. Because the action scenes were written so well. Most of the exposition scenes and the talking scenes were written so well. I loved the scenes with Lorne at home, but it got a little long. I enjoyed, you know, the scene with Mom having tea on the floor broke my heart. And actually, I reserve higher. I I reserve fours and fives for a lot of things that have completely blown my mind. I am going to give this one a three point seven five cups of tea with mom because I keep going back to that scene and that scene broke my heart. And Pierce, you wrote that extremely well. Once you finally got there. The head in the box at the end was beautiful. The head in the box at the end totally blew my mind and I didn't know where we were going. Uh, I'm looking forward to the third book. I'm actually having a little trouble getting into the third book right now. Spoilers. Um, But yeah, 3.5, having cups of tea with mom on the floor. Luke, where are you at, my tattooed friend? (laughs) Um, Stained, thank you. Um, (laughs) Sorry. Uh, So... Really, I brought this up earlier, um, that this book struggles, or uh, struggles, it suffers. Um, And really, I I just, I want to dive into what I mean about that. Um, This book immediately suffers because it came after Red Rising. It's going to live in the shadow of that first book. And I think that it comes down to, you know, Pierce Brown had more time to write Red Rising than he did Golden Sun. But this book, it suffers in a good way. You know, it suffers because everything else is just so good. Uh, this book, su- the slower scenes suffer uh, because the action scenes are so good. Its pieces on their own are awesome. But it's just, you know, when you have those amazing action scenes next to those slower parts, those slower parts are going to seem lesser. And they're not. You know, all this being said, you know, there were parts of the book where my mind wandered. There are parts of the book where I couldn't put it down and I was up late and I was tired at work the next day because of it, just like Red Rising. But for all of that complaining, I had a lot of fun when I was reading this book. I would recommend it to anybody who, you know, hey, I read Red Rising, should I go on to Golden Sun? Yes, absolutely. Every time I picked it up, I had a hard time putting it down. So with all of that said, I'm going to have to give this 4.1 Scorcher Blasts to the back <laughs> out of 5. Bob? Your thoughts? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to keep mine fairly short because uh, I think you've pretty much said, all of you guys have said both my positives and my negatives for this book. I I feel that this book is is as high as the first one. Red Rising was just a light speed trek. Besides the few things I referenced in, in in the first podcast of this series that I thought were detractions, I thought it was a near perfect novel. Uh, I think this one barely deviates from that, with the exception of, like I said, I think that this novel is about 80 to 100 pages too long. Uh, there, 
the, it, it, it starts off amazing, it ends amazing, and there's this kind of middle slog part that, for me, I don't know what I'd cut. Everything is needed character development. I think everything is written wonderfully. It just has some sort of slowdown feel to it. But for all that, man, uh, such wonderful parts are in this that I, I can't give it any lower for me than a 4.5 navigation, blue navigational implants showing the direction towards the next novel. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm going to wow. rate it as high as the last novel. I think they're on a par, just two different well, two reasons why. Okay. Mine was still the same as the last novel. Yeah. Okay. yeah. 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 So yeah. they're holding steady. It's Definitely. holding steady. Definitely. Spoilers, anyway, so book three won't be for me. Uh, Ooh, wow. Well, what makes me nervous about book three, uh, and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm reading it, but uh, it is longer yet than Golden Sun. Mm. And rumor has it. And rumor has it, uh, according to Amazon, uh, the newest book to come out is like 700 some pages. So he's starting to Stephen King these novels, Brent. Oh, Pierce. <laughs> Where they're getting longer Bruh. and longer. And, and I'm hearing that it's, a, it's about kind of, you know, a lot of politics stuff. So I'm, I'm worried. There's a bit of me that's a little nervous. Pierce, Pierce Brown, you write action so well. Yep. Please do not give me an entire book of Senate scenes. Yeah, nah. yeah, 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 yeah. Please. Yeah. Keep them lean. You got to keep these things lean keep and it, fast and quick. Keep it lean. Keep it rolling. Yeah. Um, again, like we've talked about before, this keeps being lumped in with um, teen novels. I, yeah, and this keeps is. being lumped Man, in. Man, after this one, Golden I Golden Sun no. is beyond that already. They're in their yeah. mid-20s. Uh, but when we're when you look on Amazon, this keeps being lumped in with Maze Runner and Hunger Games. And yeah, if you like this, this is not. And it Pierce, is not. No, Pierce, you got to talk to your marketing. you got to talk to these people. Gotta, because you, this is not. This is, no. this is an adult novel. Yes, it's a coming-of-age novel. Yeah. Yes, it's a rebellion novel. But this is not a teen novel. This is a novel where right now... With this entire series, you have two guys in their 20s and two guys beating down the door of 40 yeah. who have gotten in here and love talking about this for, what are we at, four hours now? Yeah, right. Jeez. Yeah, I'm um, crazy. So, yeah, get on that, Pierce. Because I, I get it. When you're first trying to get a novel published, you're going to go with whatever marketing. I mean, I just want to get known yeah. as an author. But now that you've established yourself, I think you've got the ability, and a, a movie maybe on the way, and in development and comic books, you've got the ability to kind of say, no, let's market this the way I want this marketed. I don't know, maybe he wants it marketed as a young mm -hmm. adult, but I feel that will hamper you. It hamstrings you where it doesn't have legitimacy going forward. You well, know, where looking, people, looking, people will look, be like, oh, it's a young adult novel. Looking, looking at, you know, the screenplay of this. Yeah. You can't. This, this better be an R. This, this, <laughs> this, this, I could maybe see a hard, hard, PG hard PG-13. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the, you have to be in that hard PG-13 yeah. R rating. Where people are a little up in arms about it being yes. PG-13. In order, it's an R. I can hear several and Fitchner swear in the hallway through. Yeah. There's yeah. no way I can yeah. see in order, yeah. in order to do the book justice. It in has order to, to do be. the book justice, please do not let anybody dismiss this he, I, he won't, I don't think, have the ability to because the studios have control. Yeah, thing. But hey, you know, we... <laughs> now that we're talking movies and trying to direct and trying Pierce to get Brown's back to life. Talk now. <laughs> now, now that the wheels are coming off. Yeah. Um, hey, we have got an entire another book to get to. 
Yes. We've got an entire another book to get to. Um, we got an entire another year to get to. Yeah, we've got we've got a lot of stuff coming up. We are right on the doorstep of 2018. 2018. Yeah. And again, by all means, those of you who are following us with us on this journey, you those of you who have been with us from the beginning, or if you just showed up for Pierce Brown, or if you just showed up and said, hey, let's listen to episode two for Golden <laughs> Sun. <laughs> Thank you for being here. We miss you. Um, we love you. By all means, talk to us on Facebook. Talk to us on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, hello to all of our, our new page likes on Facebook. Holy crap. Yeah. Bob, you whip up some crazy Photoshop job and they just come <laughs> breaking down the door. Yeah, it's been Hello, wildly buddy. successful for the last two days that it's been up uh, as of recording time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's there's lots of likes. It has been shared out all over the place, but we're, the comments not necessarily coming in. I know there's lots mm-hmm. of people out there. I mean, according to downloads, we've got We've got a, a few hundreds of you uh, that are listening, mm-hmm. but we're not really hearing any responses from you. So don't be shy. So we're just—I think we're hey. just not ticking anybody off yet. I think that's what it is. Yeah, it feels like if there's vitriol to be had, then 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 we get responses. But and yeah. we, we'd love to hear from inter- our international listeners as well. Oh my gosh, we have so yes. many listeners in Australia, in Russia, in uh, Malaysia now. Uh, Ireland came online. Uh, we've got listeners there. We've got Holland and Denmark and Sweden and Germany. If nothing uh, else, folks, is it, this real life? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, so it's just a yeah. fantasy. Uh, yeah. Caught in a landslide. So, um, we'll escape from reality. <laughs> okay, you guys. Okay, the wheels, <laughs> nah, the the wheels, wheels. have come off. Hey, uh, hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter at Luke. At Deand Dweebs. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> Dungeons and Dweebs on the Facebook. On the Facebook. Facebook is the place, man. Yes. Yeah. Instant e- messages. Even if you know what, we're a little corny. Even if you just want to drop in and say hi from Ireland, hi from Germany. <laughs> by all means, say hi. Get get. You gotta. We, remember- we love your love. We're, we we want to give you some back. Keep it up. Hopefully, you'll be with us for the next installment that will be coming in the new year, which yeah. will be Bob. Oh, do androids dream of electric sheep? Well, even before that, we have to do the third book. Morning well, Star, well Morning Star. Morning Star. But if you're here with us on this one, you know that one's coming. Yes. And we are going to try to, uh, we keep saying this, uh, but but it's the holidays and thing, and you guys know. Uh, so I know, hang in there with us. But it is it is awfully difficult to get these things out in any kind of timely fashion. And if there's any sponsors out there that want to jump on here and start <laughs> paying us to do this, <laughs> Our calendar will get so much better if we don't have to have like real jobs and likes. Nah. <laughs> True. <laughs> There's that much. Hey, of a Pierce Brown, you need consultants on that movie or, <laughs> or even some extras. We'll bring know. in some heavies. We'll make sure Paramount uh, or whatever keeps it a hard R. Uh, <laughs> at any rate, I hear the. I got some communication from the bridge. Uh, the FTL drivers are spooled up and ready to make our final jump. Mm. Ooh, All right, I'll, I'll stick my up. fingers into some gel. I tell you what, I'm going to grab one for the road, and I might grab her for the road as well. All right, here you go. Let's get out of here. Please make sure you have a happy and safe holidays or whatever sort of safe thing you celebrate, and join us on the road next time. Lady, you want to meet with me or clap the old guy? Oh, she likes the old guy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of Dungeons & Dweebs. There's even more adventuring to be had on our website, dungeonsanddweebs.com would love to hear from you. You can email us at dungeonsanddweebspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find Dungeons and Dweebs on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Find all those links at dungeonsanddweebs.com. 
If you've enjoyed the podcast, please help spread the word by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. The music for Dungeons & Dweebs is Fatal Fight by Royalty Free Kings and can be found at their website, royaltyfreekings.com. Dungeons & Dweebs is a Tim Gilbert media production. Copyright 2017, all rights reserved. And no part of the show can be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the expressed written permission of Tim Gilbert Media. <laughs>